Four Midwest Guys presents What should I go? What should I do? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Here's Johnny. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble. Good morning, Vietnam! I am the father. 2017 Film Expectations. So let it be written. So let it be done. Hello, Internet people. This is Four Midwest Guys. We're doing a 2017 Film Expectation and Review, or Preview. Uh, with me is my brother, Brian. Hey, what's going on? John. Hi. And as well as the other Brian. What's up, what's up? Who's this uh, John? I don't know this person. I don't know. I, I haven't where, seen you guys in a while. I mean, it's been... It's where been the hell have you been? You been under a rock? What's, what's going I, on? I don't know. I mean, I've been like, you know... <laughs> I don't know where the hell I've been. I mean, you guys keep doing like all these uh, Star Wars Rebels podcasts, and I just... I haven't watched a single episode, so What's I don't... wrong? You're missing it out, John. I don't, don't want to oversaturate myself. <laughs> I don't want to talk about you masturbating, but, you know... Hey, hey what I do with my saturation is my own well, thing. I'm Thank you saying, very much. All right, so... All right. <laughs> I have my own likes. Okay. Okay. All right, all right. Mr. Uh, host, go with that. <laughs> and now we've... Good luck complete... with that transition. Yeah, there's our first man. Oh, I don't Enjoy. need a transition. You can just have that little skit, and it's, it's all good. <laughs> anyway... So, 2017 shaping up to be a pretty good year for films. We got dozens of superhero flicks, few remakes, couple reboots, sequels, kind of the whole shebang of everything. Um, so we thought we'd go ahead and do kind of a expectations for everything we're doing. Or it's coming out this year, or at least a lot of the major stuff. That is, we're probably going to skip over a lot of the smaller indie stuff and probably things that are announced or the dates haven't been decided on. And we're hoping this will be a pretty decent list. You're skipping the indie stuff, man. I'm, I'm, I'm hurt. Oh, it's not like <laughs> I mean to, but sometimes like you it's, have it's, that... it's hard to keep track of all of them. They just oh, come out of nowhere. Exactly. Either that or you have things that premiered at a festival last year, but they're not getting scheduled, released theatrically, or yeah. like on DVD this year, or, you know, stuff that's coming out like at the theater or at festivals this year, but aren't coming out till next year, and... There's also like a lot of the foreign stuff where we aren't really covering that either because we're not really sure when it's going to be released or anything along those lines. But, but Mr. Idlewild here, messed oh, me. he, did, God, get, he no. did get best screenplay at Idlewild oh, for, for his uh, short uh, <laughs> short movie. So it well, was, done, uh, well done, well done. Thank here, you, here. thank yes, you. Yes, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just an excellent screenwriting thing. I like got lumped in with a bunch of people there. Well, but thank you. Congrats, man. Congratulations. So we thought we'd kind of go through some of the synopsis of like some of the films coming out this year, kind of give a, our reaction to it, kind of our expectations of it. Um, but before we kind of jumped into that, we thought we would kind of go through some of our you know highlights of last year, kind of just a <laughs> little nod to how the year ended, even though technically we're doing this in February and we're kind of late to doing all this and. Well, no offense, but like a lot of us are, are still finally getting a chance to actually see all of the 2016 films just now. Kind of. Like, there's <laughs> a couple was, of those uh, films I haven't really seen film. until like last yeah. week. I mean, I'm, I'm still trying to catch up on this year's Oscar nominees. I think I've only seen like three of the nine best pictures, and by this time I'm 
that that's horrible for me. Yeah, like you're used but to kind of having them all. Set I'm up. used to being like maybe seven or eight deep right now. Oh well, yeah, but I mean, your like kind of career has been going a little further. You well, have more yeah. you know, work kind of standing. I, I'm, I'm very grateful for the Ohio Film Incentive. It's been keeping me very gainfully employed, and I'm very happy for that. Yeah, yeah the patient. downside to it is less time to actually watch films. That's that's true. I mean, the only downside. Yeah, he's like, I'm on the movie. Damn it, I just can't breathe. I can't watch. <laughs> exactly. Them. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the only. The only way I'm happy I'm not seeing films is the fact that I'm working on them. <laughs> Alright, so just as kind of the first introduction, like, what was everyone's favorite film for last year, for 2016? Uh, it's, it's easy for me being the Star Wars fan that I am, so I will say Rogue One. I obviously enjoyed that the most out of everything last year, even though there was a lot of other ones I would consider close seconds. Yeah, so. I know. Did Rogue One kind of... Like stand up to your standards for a Star Wars film. As far as a Star Wars film, I, we've had this this review, um, but I will you know again it would it would have been an A, but you know the music was lacking, so for, it knocked it down to a B. But still, like that was oh, enough well. for like another film to kind of take its place, like in for top film of last year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, one on on that note, if we're going to talk about 2016 films, where a music killed a film for me was actually. A musical. Oh, you're, I, you're going to La La. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no offense. I mean, like, if, if the music in, in Rogue One isn't as strong, I mean... Mm-hmm. Yeah, La La Land's yeah, music's yeah, pretty bad. basic. A music in a musical yeah, you, is very fucking detrimental. Oh, yeah. The funny <laughs> thing is, like, is if you look at there, how much that film enjoyed jazz... You don't uh, walk away from that film enjoying jazz. No, I don't. I, don't, I didn't enjoy jazz, and I didn't enjoy the music, and I literally... I felt like Jack Johnson wrote the damn music to that movie. <laughs> I was that bored by it. Yeah, it's even the characters really aren't that Curious developed. George. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Curious. Curious Gosling. Yeah. <laughs> well, like if you want to hear Ryan Gosling oh, sing, like Blue Valentine on. came out like several years ago, and uh, he does a much better like performance than that. He does some good jobs here and there. Um, if my wife were here, she would be spitting daggers right now about how much she hates him. Oh, okay. Not a big Notebook fan, then. No, no, no. Like, I think one of her favorite like online sketches was the Funnier Dies, or was it College Humors, and they did the, the Ryan Gosling's acting range here. The more yeah. famous I get, the smaller my range becomes. <laughs> <laughs> Notice there's nothing going on up here, but I'm doing everything with my hands down here. <laughs> Nice. Brian, what was your favorite film of last year? Uh, my favorite was probably Star Trek Beyond. Good. Oh, nice. That was a great movie. It very fast-paced action flick. Fucking love oh, it, it was tremendous. From start to finish, it was an action flick, and it was just crazy. It was. I definitely I bought it on Blu-ray as soon as it came out. I mean, it was yeah. just Yeah, watched it a couple times oh, already. Yeah. 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 Nice. Uh, for me, personally, I think I'm going to go for Civil War last year. I think that was kind of the big blockbuster superhero film. And it was one of those things, like, the first time you see Avengers and, like, you see, like, your superhero, like, you saw as a kid kind of teaming up for the first time. Like, just having that kind of superhero battle scene, like, for me, was really just kind of a childhood, like, mm-hmm. cartoon fantasy just come to life. And I think I really enjoyed that. Oh, yeah, that airport yeah. scene was just amazing. Oh, exactly. That's, that's probably, like, one of the most iconic sequences of last year. Yeah, I mean, even if you when you compare that to, like, the scene from the original Avengers... Mm. When they fought the um, like all the aliens and stuff, the Chitauri yeah. or yeah. the or... yeah, it's like the time you see the first it, like superhero team up. It, it made that it made that first one look. <laughs> oh, I know. It looking back, look, look, it made it look horrible. Oh yeah, yeah. And like I mean, this one was just like it was like, oh. yeah, 
Yeah, like even well, the Russo brothers. I hate to say, it, I think the Russo brothers do action sequences so much better than Joss Whedon does. A little, like I think Whedon focus that is more on too. comedic yeah. elements than the Russos do. Yeah, but you look at like in terms of action sequences, yeah, they've clearly done that very well. Yeah. All right. Uh, do I have a? Oh, can I say my oh, yeah. favorites? Of the... Yeah. <laughs> oh, you did. You went backwards. You said the least favorite, right? Oh yeah. I, I, okay. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, La La Land isn't my least favorite. There's parts of it I like, except the music and. But going on. All right, all right. My John, favorite of favorite. 2016. Um... <coughs> oh, yeah? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Apparently it was cough. I'm choking, on my, I'm choking on my own opinion. You really you like hush. The, you didn't hear that, but it was yeah. called phlegm. Br- Brick's going to have to edit that one out. Carefully, no, don't no. choke on your own aspiration. Oh, there's no editing. Uh-huh. We stopped doing that years ago. There's no editing. We stopped the editing process. Oh, no we editing. are post-editing. Yeah, lucky. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, actually, my favorite of last year was Arrival. I mean, it was a movie that I went in, and to me, science fiction is something that it's like, it, it, to really get a good science fiction film, you got to go to like the Isaac Asimov, the Ray mm. Bradbury roots of, you know, cautionary tales of advancements in technology, and... This was a really intelligent, thought-provoking science fiction film, and I went in expecting that, but by the time I came out, it was something so much emotionally deeper and emotionally grabbing that I I, I don't want to spoil it for anyone that hasn't seen it, but it just, the way that it uses editing and narrative structure is really kind of cutting edge, because I mean, in all the stories that I write that I kind of play around with, like, time jumps and narrative structures this is a really hard thing to do and they pulled mm. it off flawlessly because well, i mean you have to walk that balancing line between having an interesting narrative but not confusing the audience right yeah i mean they, they, i mean some audiences might be a little confused if they don't uh, you know try to like wrap their head around it by the end but, but like the but by the time act three kicks in you kind of see where they're going you're like Holy crap! That's the direction it went, and it just—it's—it's it's so rewarding and so good, and it's—I well, mean, especially in the age of Transformers films, yeah, like where it's just Michael of, Bay blow yeah, up shit. We're, we're, like we, having something that's thought behind it, I'm sure, is appealing. Yeah, but we see science fiction films like we were talking about Jupiter Ascending earlier, where they just yeah. use like outer space and the future, and like but it's essentially still and, a generic action. Yeah. Thing. It's like, it's a generic story, but they happen to use these sciencey surroundings. It's not science fiction. Science fiction is something that challenges the mind and challenges the emotions. And this and in is in some ways societal structures in certain cases. Yeah. I mean, it, if you look at Star Trek specifically, it oh, really exactly. Did that. Yeah. Like the original Star Trek, like the original Gene Roddenberry's uh, stories and everything. That's exactly what this movie is. And to me, this is one of the most flawless pieces of science fiction filmmaking of all time. Like it deserves to be up there with the day the earth stood still. Wow, nice. I'll like have to the original check that out. or the remake? Oh, fuck Jaden Smith. The original. <laughs> the original that came from the guy that made West Side Story. I knew that would get him. Oh, oh God. That, if there was ever any reason to blow up the world, Jaden Smith was it. <laughs> right. Did you not like his version of Karate Kid? It's okay. Actually, back, you know what? I back did. it down from okay. DEF CON 1 there, Johnny. It's okay. Actually, I did. I, okay. I said I liked the Karate Kid remake. Okay. All right. <laughs> and probably for the bit the internet will all like, let's move on to the least favorite films of 2016. Oh, yeah, because everybody loves to hear about what people hate. <sighs> oh, yeah. The internet runs on hate. So yes. let's <laughs> let's right. give it a little bit of fuel, keep the internet going. I'll start the hate mongering, I Let guess. Let the hate flow. <laughs> Use your aggressive feelings. 
Vikings, boy. Um, yeah, um, only because I had high expectations, I think, going in. X-Men Apocalypse was a real letdown for mm. me. Real, real letdown. I, yeah. It had it high, It had some good moments. Um, yeah, I mean, we all kind of enjoyed the Quicksilver scene. The Quicksilver scene was oh, the yeah. highlight the of the whole movie, was, though, yeah. for me. And it, when you have such an iconic character as Apocalypse and such an iconic... I don't know, from my childhood and just watching the cartoons, oh, I was yeah. expecting yeah, I mean, like, so much more from I mean, cause He should have been taller. <laughs> he should have been, yeah. been bigger. He was, like, dwarfed by Magneto in that movie. I mean, well, it's because he little. was a fighter pilot in Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have to be large. So who rules the planet first? Do you rule the planet first? Do I rule the planet first? Who goes first here? Who talks? <laughs> yeah, it was not only that, but they actually did, like, the big mask, like, from the cartoon, and they didn't use it. They went with yeah. him and his natural makeup, which is There's fine, also some weird editing him, to that as well. The whole like, thing, his, oh, it was just it just wasn't well done. Yeah, I mean, we gave you know together. DC films this year a lot of shit about their editing, but if you look <laughs> at that, it really did have some flaws in that area as well. Oh, definitely. Well, yeah. And a lot of it's Brian Singer, too. Yeah, I mean, especially once you try to revisit the Apocalypse arc, or not the Apocalypse, the uh, Phoenix arc that you kind of already Again, kind of screwed over. Again, for the over. second time. Exactly. I mean, it makes and you wonder if he's going like, to not do the next X-Men film. Like, the second he starts the Phoenix saga, he's going to, like, jump ship again. Well, he's supposedly signed on to pilot some sort of, like, X-Men TV show. Yeah, they're moving yep. up to the small screen. Yeah. Um, it's going to be House. Theory. I it's going to be gonna House s- meets X-Men. <laughs> yeah, I think they're... So, it's going to start off. He's only going to do the pilot, so it has to start off with the Phoenix Saga. Like, exactly. from the get-go. <laughs> and the whole Phoenix Saga will take place in the pilot. Oh, yeah. Like, and beginning and end. Yeah. It, it shows the beginning of it. It shows the ending of it. Then you move on. Next episode, that's the next person's no, no, problem. That's Gotham's thing. They, 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 <laughs> they love to do two, two arc episodes. But, they uh, do, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, uh, really? Is that the direction the show's been going? Actually, it's gotten really good, to be perfectly honest. But, <laughs> it varies. But, but still, they, uh, they, they like it's to do a, two episode ones. With Gotham, you really have to walk into it with just being, this is an alternative universe Batman. It does not have the same rules as the other universes. Yeah. So, so, so what was your least favorite 2016? Uh... So I'm sure there's a lot of films I could go in this category, except I never watched them because they look that bad. <laughs> but the one I did actually stop to watch was Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Aww. Stopping. And Aww. I fucking I'm, I'm hate disappointed. It. I like Andy Samberg. I, I haven't I, seen it. But. Oh, no. I actually think he's funny. Like, I like a lot of his, like, sketch, like, kind of things that kind of gone up online. Like, I'm a huge fan of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, too. Yeah. It, that also looks funny. I just never got in the habit of seeing it, but oh, I just... Just the documentary style of how they try to do that and just going for that, like, thing, like, character for, like, two hours, just, it it just dragged on my nerves. I actually couldn't finish mm. watching it. Mm. And just because it just was so bad. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm assuming Trolls was worse, but I never saw Trolls, so I don't know. <laughs> Trolls or, what were, oh, you mean the, the animated movie? I yeah. I you were talking, like, Troll 2. No, no, I'm Which, talking about... Which, that would about... be a great kid animated kids film right there, is to animate Troll 2. Possibly. Like, it's a fun little sci-fi romp for the whole family. But, no, just... I'm sure Troll's the, like... I guess it was DreamWorks or something? Yeah, it was I DreamWorks. I, I'm sure that's worse, but I never actually could get myself to see it. I heard so. it was okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, I could see, though, what you're saying, though, Aaron. I can only take Andy Samberg in small, small doses. So. I don't know. Like, yeah. I actually think he's yeah. funny. It's just, like, yeah. it's... Just, it I'm, just I'm didn't you, appeal to me. If you watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, it might turn you around. Yeah, that show but that, is actually really funny. You kind of have the supporting cast yeah. to go with that in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, as you well. got a great supporting cast. That's what makes the show is the fact that like, he knows to surround himself with really funny. But like, you really Terry look Cruz at Pop Star, Never 
stop never shopping doesn't really have that to the same extent like it really is just really heavily focused on sandberg just the entire time mm. all right um uh, brian what was your least favorite uh, tie between Ghostbusters and Warcraft. <laughs> Two movies I can uh, actually say oh I have not seen. God. I'm glad I did not see Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters was awful. <laughs> you did not like the reboot? You okay. did not like now, Thor now, so, as because, an assistant? No. So, I mean, so, just, so we're treading dangerous waters with this one because of, like, wh- what was awful about it? The movie. I could care less who it was. <laughs> it was just awful. <laughs> It was just awful. Well, I heard like the whole so even, if it, even if it was guys, like, it would still be awful, right? Yeah, even, if, even if you put guys in that role, it was still awful. <laughs> like the only the only saving factor was uh, what's his name that plays Thor? Chris Hemsworth. Really? Like that yeah. was the yeah. redeeming that, thing. That like, was like, that looked in the trailer. That looked pretty bad, actually. I mean, the the part where he he doesn't wear lenses in his glasses because they kept getting dirty. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I laughed so hard. I laughed so hard at that. Such a stupid joke. Oh, I know. Like, everything that he did in that movie was just so stupid. And it was just like, oh my god. But that, 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 that was probably, like, his little comedic interjections was probably yeah. the best well, part of Well, I mean, movie. essentially, the entire cast is more or less from SNL. And, it, and I think that's yeah. why I didn't like it. It just felt like that it was SNL. Like it was just a like, long SNL skit? Yes, it did feel that way. Especially with, uh, what's her name? Kristen Wiig? No, or? no, the tall black oh, lady. Oh, uh, Leslie Jones? Yes. Yeah. Hard, yeah. She was... It's hard to watch. She, she's funny in some of her skits, but yeah, it was it was hard to watch her in that movie. Well, kind of the same like, reason I don't like watching pop stars, yeah. just watching Andy Samberg the whole so, time. Okay. Yes. So my experience watching just the trailer, and maybe this, maybe you can like help me out here, it seemed like when they went for the jokes, like when they actually had something that was funny, they just kept going on and on. Like beating and they, the dead they horse. Dr- oh, they, yeah. They, they beat the dead horse and then pulled it down the road. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it was bad. So it was a failure of the male director and writer and editor yeah, that yeah, I mean, failed the women I mean, in the film. I mean, it was, it was just a bad movie. And then Warcraft, yeah. like, it looked good on the trailers and stuff. Mm. Yeah. And some some of the... Some of the the fight scenes and stuff would look pretty cool. But I just, I don't know, I just couldn't get it past. It seems like it, it really just... didn't focus heavily on story, though. Yeah, no. Like, like from cool. the trailers, it really looks just like, yeah, CGI, mean, this is a fan film. Yes. Go War- fans, Warcraft fire is like a, you know, everybody joins in online and brings a bit of themselves to the characters. I mean, how are you going to do that to... It, I mean, it's, it's like when they made Dungeons & Dragons like that, 16 yeah. years ago. It's one of the same problems. Like, you have that thing where you're kind of building yourself in the universe and then being like, no, these are our characters' versions on this. So, so was it, it, it would it have been better if they had actually drug real people into the movie or something like that? Like, well, I, I, I don't mean, really just, think you can. Like, no, I mean, it's just those no, I mean, like, portal people, you know, like, are actually playing the Warcraft game or something. I mean, that, 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 better, that better... might have been interesting, but yeah, this was just like, it was just. I don't know. It was yeah. So maybe if bad. If, maybe if they made like a two-hour version of that South Park episode where the kids are like just getting oh. like you know more and more zits Dude, as they're like you know more battery. and more yeah. on the games. It's like hooray, everyone! Yay! Well, either that or they had the uh, South Park game where they was like kind of the Game of Thrones jokes or oh, thing the where stick of truth. Yeah, where they're doing like D and D RPG LARPing thing. Oh, like that game alone could have been an all right movie. Like just because that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So, John, what was your worst film of 2017? Um, okay, so 16. I've... Okay, oh, 2016. 16. Okay, My so I have a, a bit of a tie here. Do you guys consider documentaries to be the worst? I mean, because I've got one documentary that made me, like, 
actually throw stuff at my TV when I saw it. Okay, what was the documentary? It was called Vaxxed. It's a movie it's an about anti-vaccine. It's about it's an anti-vaccine movie, and it is the most okay. So ah, it's so, aggressively dangerous movie to watch. So it's propaganda. It's what it's you're the worst propaganda. Like if anybody does any bit of research on you the facts that they the quote, film. yes, you could bump this entire film. This is a movie that it's just it dangerous. Mm. It is dangerous to exist. Okay, so okay. you hate that movie for the propaganda it's spewing. It's just it's just just. Okay, it's the same reason that I hated Michael Moore's documentaries, like Bowling for Columbine and Fahrenheit 9-11. Like, to yeah. me, I thought good... Bowling for Columbine was a little better than Fahrenheit. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's I, a I little better. But it's the fact that, you know, when you skew facts towards your own perception and, like, you have the people being interviewed actually actively say, you know, that's not the context of what I said. You re-edited me mm. just for your own purpose. I mean, that's what they said in, like... I mean, hell, Matt Stone said that in Bowling for Columbine. That he's like... Yeah, you edited, you put a third of my interview in there. Yeah. I mean, that that's why, like, with documentaries, so many people watch them and think that they're watching something honest, and they realize that they're not. They're not honest a lot of times. Well, I mean, it varies, though. Like, you do have some documentaries that are actually very truthful. They go yeah. through, they at least attempt like, they, to be they as att- objective as possible. Right, they attempt to be objective. This is one of those documentaries that was not objective, not smart, and literally is dangerous. Right, <laughs> that's fair. I don't think but, any of us are, you know, yeah, on the anti-vaccination it. Yeah, crusade. It's just, but yeah. Uh, it, so but, what was the... So like for like my worst narrative movie though? Yeah. It's, I think it currently has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. <laughs> like a 0%. It's called Shut In with Naomi Watts. And I don't think I've heard of that one. I, I actively go out I've and try to watch uh, horror films just because, you know, I'm trying to write a horror film. I want to see... You know what's out there. I was like, okay, I heard this is bad. I heard this is okay. I want to see what works, what didn't. There is nothing that works in this movie. Yeah, this is one of the most. I mean, it is an obvious shining ripoff. <laughs> like there is a scene, like like Oliver Platt is basically the Scatman Crothers character of The Shining, <laughs> and he just drives up. I mean, he's literally there just to like get murdered in the end. <laughs> And it's it's so awful. The plot twist it takes it makes no sense. It is dumb. It is so a it's waste a of M Night Shyamalan form of plot twist. Which no, which is the ironic because water. Shyamalan's actually making a comeback. Well, yeah, I but, think when we actually get to the 2017, yeah. we'll include the current film. But yeah, yeah he had no, quite this a movie few films just, like Lady in the Water, where it was just oh my god, like I I hated Shyamalan for so long, so because yeah, watching. So, so long. The last, the la- watching the last Airbender in the movie theater, I, I actually akin to like dying, like watching, like if you could feel. Oh, I couldn't of, finish watching it. I, I had to sit in the theater. And I watched ten minutes of his adaptation, The Last Airbender. <laughs> I was like, this is bullshit. Like I was, Done. I was grabbing the handles in the theater watching The Last Airbender. My wife was like watching. People was like. Don't yell, don't yell, don't yell. So I'm like grabbing the handles and just like rocking back and forth and just And she's once it was over, she's like, okay. What do you want to say? His name is Alan! God damn it! Quit mispronouncing it! Whoa! I was just I yelled when it was over. You made I had the Canadian cartoon it. sound more Asian yeah. for the hell oh, of it. Okay. Yeah. But, Even though it's already Asian inspired. Or Midwest clearly... Guys is not responsible for those of you who have just gone deaf. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Di- digressing from that, yeah, Shut In is just... 
if you want to define bad in a movie, bad is in the absence of good. Like, at least in X-Men Apocalypse, you could say there was the Quicksilver scene. Mm-hmm. At least in, like, you know, Ghostbusters, you could say there was Chris Hemsworth. I can't think of a single redeeming good aspect of this movie, except for the fact that maybe people got employed for a short while. That was well. it. That's a plus in its own That's way, I guess. That's a plus in its own right. Just not from but, a viewing point of view. Right. From a viewer's point of view, this was a waste of effort, time, and just just everyone involved was wasted on this film. Fair enough. <laughs> Have we, ever, we all gone through the least favorites? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Let's transition to most underrated film of 2016. Um, your pick can either be critically or financially underrated. Uh, Brian, would you like to start with this round? Uh, I think The Accountant. The Accountant? Yeah, with Affleck. Good. Affleck, that's a good choice. Yeah, was it was, good? It was I didn't under, get a chance to see good. that one. Like yeah. I didn't hear, I didn't hear anything bad about it per se. Yeah, but it just never got any it, good reviews. It never got any good pops on the you know TV or anything. And yeah, it wasn't but, advertised well. Yeah, but I yeah. watched it and it was like, oh, honestly, wow. I don't even remember hearing about that one coming out. I, yeah, I heard about it coming it. out, but I just remember it was like a blip on the radar. And yeah, nobody, it was really, yeah. it was actually pretty good. Cool, John. Um. As far as like financially, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna stick with my horror genre because it's what I kind of snuck away from my wife every now and then last year. Um, Ouija: Origin of Evil, because the original Ouija movie was such garbage that I think everybody stayed away from the sequel, and the sequel is brilliant. Really? Is this about a Ouija board or something? You know, it's just it's so good. I like, my daughter says, I got to be honest, it. I can't. Well, like, believe that's actually a good sequel no exactly yeah, no, the trailer's yeah. horrible the original's horrible but if you watch the watch it it's like they actually put some effort into this this is you know a well-made well thought out like they planned their horror sequences really good and it was so much better than the original the original was garbage but I think people stayed away from this one because of the, you know, oh, because yeah. of the original. So, I mean, give this ori- one a chance. If you like horror films, it's worth checking out. Yeah, with most sequels, if you don't catch the original, you really don't have an incentive yeah. to kind of get into it. This is one that you don't have to watch the original. In fact, I say avoid watching the original. Just go straight to this one. Make the franchise off of this film. <laughs> All right, that works. Brian, what was your uh, uh, most underrated film? Actually, I want to go kind of something that. I mean, it was if you liked Lethal Weapon movies and if you liked that mm. kind of buddy cop kind of genre, I would recommend Nice Guys. It oh my actually, God! Yes, yeah, it was pretty damn good. That is yeah. Yeah. oh okay. It got some say. like critical acclaim, but it really never did well financially. It did not do good at all. Really, that is a good Ryan Gosling film right there. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that. I was just like, you, know, you should have Stephanie watch that one. Yeah, he I was really good want, in that. Yeah. One. But then again, for what you described as his acting style, it's the perfect kind of movie. <laughs> yeah, with some actors, you kind of have to put them in that but, role. Like, you kind of, it has a narrow range, but they do that range well. And, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of want to watch Russell Crowe as like a smarmy bastard. It was, it, yeah, it was like a modern take. It was like a modern version of Lethal Weapon to me, and I enjoyed it. Oh, it's I, from the writer of Lethal Weapon, too. Shane was Black. It? Okay, yeah. well, there you go, then. Yeah. So that's had exactly it, what I had. Had some similarities from the get go. Yeah. yeah. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang, Lethal yeah. Weapon, it's all there. The buddy nice. comedy yeah. crime film. Yep. Uh, so I, did, did, they, did you get yeah, a chance? Yeah, to? he started What about you, Aaron? Uh, for me, I think my most underrated film was Cafe Society. Because okay. you look at how well La La Land did, like, critically, and you look at pretty much Cafe Society came out this sum- last summer, mm-hmm. has borderline the same story. Don't get me wrong, you do have uh, Eisenberg more or less playing a character as Woody Allen playing a character. 
Like he's playing, which Woody. is fine because when yeah. Woody Allen directs a film, he directs yeah. people to act like. But him. I mean, you more or less have the same kind of setup. Just you look at Cafe Society; it doesn't have the musical components, mm-hmm. and it goes for the more subtle ending, even though they have the exact same ending. <laughs> so, so is Jesse Eisenberg like a jazz musician in this one too? No, or? but by the halfway point, he moves back to New York. He uh, owns Spoiler like his, alert. or he runs like his uh, <laughs> brother's like nightclub. Oh my god! For the people worried about the Woody Allen plot twist that listen to our show. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Somebody this, out there is going, God <laughs> damn it! That's like, it! Like Screw that was, these four Midwest guys! That was on the top of the queue. <laughs> you see them get the grab their remote, they're like, Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm sorry. We, we probably did spoil that for you if you haven't seen it. Like, if that was next in your queue of like films you're going to watch, then we just totally <laughs> F you over. My bad. But yeah, there's a lot of parallels. It still has he that... moves back? Damn it! <laughs> but you look at... Um, like, it has that kind of non-to-old Hollywood thing, which mm-hmm. Hail Caesar also did at the beginning of the year, yeah. which also did it so much better than La La Land. So many movies did so much better than La La yeah, Land. Yeah, like, there was, like, three films because that... Because they were, weren't musicals. It, it's not even that they weren't musicals. It's just, like, they all three had that kind of no-to-old Hollywood sort of thing, mm-hmm. that kind of romanticization of the past. And honestly, I think La La Land did it the worst. Um, <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, you look at Cafe Society, it has a very similar love plot. It, the ending's very similar. I just think it did it more subtly, and it did it better. I think I'm going to check that one out now. Yeah, it, on it's not bad. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it has its slow moments, but I think it covers the story a little better. Um, so, what was, like, the most... Like, film you were going into 2016 not expecting to be much, but really kind of outperformed your expectations this year. John, you want to go? Um, yeah, I'll kind of kick it off. Uh, <clears throat> I was excited when I saw the trailer, but where it went from there actually exceeded my expectations was 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, nice. Because, I mean, I, I'm one of the... I, I feel like I'm in the minority. It's like, I like Cloverfield because I think I was able to distance myself from the shaky cam and actually kind of like the story somewhat but i always i mean in my mind i imagine the sequel to cloverfield being kind of like aliens where everyone had like you know dashboard cameras mm. on the side of their head and you had i heard like john multi- goodman did a really great performance he was amazing in that movie like i mean john goodman's always great but this is a movie is that it um similar to his performance in barton fink kind of yeah okay yeah so i mean sticking along with the cohen brother line there um it's just <sighs> It was so good with what it was, and it just, yeah, I mean, as far as, like, surpassing my expectations, I mean, I always thought that, like, doing, like, a straight-up narrative movie of Cloverfield wouldn't uh, work so well. It did, and it was so well-made that just, yeah, that was, it's one of those movies, like, it was a little bit of a hit, like, if anyone was a fan of the original, even if you weren't a fan of the original and thought it was too much shaky cam, I recommend giving this one a chance, there's a tripod that's used in this film. Like, it's not just Blair <laughs> yeah, witching it, it all up it, over the place. It's not like, you know, your cousin grabbed the camera and was, like, trying to use the zoom in on it. No, there's a tripod. There's an actual film crew behind this. And there's great performances. It's really intense. I recommend it. And it defied a lot of expectations. Nice. Brian, how about you? Um, yeah. I'm going to say Doctor Strange because even though the trailers were cool, I didn't expect it to be as good as it, it turned out to be as far yeah. as like intertwining with the rest of the Marvel 
universe and how he looks like he's going to play into uh, even maybe even the Thor movie mm. at the end with the extra scene. Spoiler alert again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, we I should just we'll assume come... that's going to be the case going forward, yeah. except for the films we haven't seen for yeah. next year. Other than we're the... going to spoil the movies we haven't seen yet. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to make up plot endings. You're going to create yeah. alternative facts for those films. And, and it, <laughs> The only thing, and I said this in, the, in our review, the only thing that it didn't, that I was disappointed in was the, the bad guy. I didn't like uh, Mendelssohn's performance. I expected more out of Mendelssohn, but other really, than I, that... I still really liked his performance, to be honest. That's, really? that's kind of like the Marvel criticism, like with the cinematic universe, yeah, the, that the mo- their villains aren't well, the most memorable. Well, they're so heavy on the hero, there's no time for the villain. Yeah, and, they really set up as just plot points for kind yeah. of allowing the hero's story to kind of work out. Right. So, yeah. um, uh, I think for me, I'm going to go with Star Trek. Like, I was not expecting to lo- go oh, into... That's a good one, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I film like, just how fast-paced it was. Like, especially, like, it's not that I didn't like the reboots at all. Like, they were fine films, but you really go into this one this year, and it's just so fast-paced, and it's just such an interesting plot line, and, like, I really just enjoyed it. Yeah, um, yeah, and unfortunately, you know, it did not do as well in the box office, and they're talking about rebooting the whole damn thing again. Really? God damn it! No, 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 no. It's no, not no, Spider Man. No, 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 you don't no, have to reboot no, it every no, three no. years. And I think it's, Ugh. and I think that if you're even the mild Star Trek fan, even even if you're not, I recommend go watch this movie and support this movie because absolutely this this crew this cast. Even these writers deserve uh, another shot. Oh, yeah. Even just like the director of it, like to yeah. transition from Fast and the Furious to that was amazing. I mean, Justin Lin is like a lifelong Trekkie. Like he grew mm-hmm. up with the show. I mean, he's been in interviews talking about how much he loved the series and loved what it was about. And he brought that love with his vision. I mean, this is what an artist is supposed to do. I mean, he mm-hmm. brings his childhood passion with his art, you know, his kinetic vision and made probably one of the best star trek movies ever oh yeah yorktown especially the the space station yorktown oh god wow was, started on that, that was yes. that was groundbreaking for anything i'm sorry any kind of science fiction the production movie. design on star trek beyond was so much better than the fucking production design on la la land <laughs> it's really going to be a La La night of saying this. shit about La La Land. I'm going like, to kick La La Land in the balls as much as I can throughout this show. <laughs> Brian, what Fuck was your movie. most unexpected film for this year? Uh, my most unexpected was the other Chris Pine movie, Hell or High Water. Oh okay. my, oh! oh yeah. That was, I, I, I was, really, I was yeah. really surprised at how I, have well, not I liked that I have even heard movie. of that. That what is, is the best Hel- picture nominee this year. Is it? What yeah. is Hell or High Water? Hell, oh, go ahead. It was the um, the brothers... Um, you know uh, Ben Foster and Chris Pine. Or? Yeah, yeah. And um, they are. I don't. It's hard to. It's hard to talk about without, okay. without I, ruining I, it. So anyway, it's it's got it's got a western feel to it. Okay. Um, like like a small town, like No Country for Old Men. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's like a, like a small town western type of thing. Okay. And it's got the um, you know they're followed by the cops and all this and that and goes through their story and. I mean, I was really surprised at how well I liked that movie. Yes. I, they're like, you know, I was gonna watch, when I was watching them. They're like, "You guys, yeah, you want to watch this movie?" I'm like, "No, oh, we can. Well, I guess we can watch it." And we're sitting there watching. Them, I'm like, "Like, like it's like, kind of like how you felt like about John Wick last year." Yeah, sort well, of thing. Was, you're just watching. You're like, "Wow, this is actually pretty good." Well, no, it's nothing like John Wick. Oh, okay. Like John Wick was like just like, "Wow, yeah. whoa!" Yeah. <laughs> like this was more of a like as you're watching, you start getting invested in the characters and oh, okay, and the story, and you're like. You start rooting for him, and like yeah. you don't do like it very a, often. It's in a film. slow build up, yeah. and by and the end of it, you're just like, "Oh, that was like amazing!" The most, uh, and you know, defying expectation movie this year because 
I was it? I downloaded the poster for that because I download like these like you know Oscar posters that are like the honest Oscar posters, and for that one they actually wrote even bank robbers get screwed by banks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so it's it's really good. Yeah. I, I, I got a ba- I got a backup bank on that one. That was a fantastic movie. Nice. All right. So moving on to our actual expectations for next year's, we'll kind of go over some of the synopsis. And to be honest, we kind of delayed this project and got it out a little <laughs> late. So by the time this is actually released, probably a couple of these will already be out. But we're gonna for anyone get... sticking around after we bitched about 2016 as long yeah. as we did. Yeah. <laughs> we spent 35 minutes on it. Yeah. So <laughs> well, it was a whole year. <laughs> <laughs> that's La La Land point. should lose. <laughs> but anyway, some of these films are going to be out, but we're going to kind of talk over about them anyway, just as a general kind of expectations, because I still haven't seen most of these. Yeah. So first on the list is Split, which is coming out January twentieth. It has three teenagers that are um, kidnapped by a disassociative personality patient. <laughs> uh, I guess the main. It's actually directed by M Night Shyamalan, who I normally hate. Um, yeah, as, as many of us. <laughs> but it's actually uh, playing James McAvoy, who was um, Director X in the pl- last X-Men film. And it actually looks like a good film, which I don't know how to feel about it. From from the trailer alone and just watching McAvoy act out all the different personalities in the trailer alone. And that, you only get to see two or three. Yeah. But it looks intense. I oh, mean, yeah. yeah. My, daughter, my daughter saw it with her mom, and they both said that he deserves... To win an award for his performance, in that yeah. movie, like I they really said think was, that's what's going to carry the film. They said right? it was, yeah. They said it was amazing, and they you said know. it was suspenseful, and they actually, they actually both really enjoyed that movie. And there's a twist at the end. Like I'm not going to bring. Oh it my up. god, really into Shyamalan? Yeah, but what a but twist! It's, but, it's, but it's not a not that kind of twist. <laughs> but it actually makes sense. It's, it actually makes sense. It actually makes like, sense. It's not Ooh. like. It's, like not it's like actually interesting. It's today. not just well, that's fucking stupid, right? Exactly. Yeah. Not one. Of, not one of those. It's an actual like twist. Like yeah. it links it into another movie, and you're like, holy shit! Yeah, you know James McAvoy. I've I've loved for a long time. I think he's a fantastic actor, and yeah, the psychology minor in me when I saw the trailer for it just went, oh my god, that's not how fucking split personality oh, no. works. Well, but then yeah, his performance is amazing in that. Well, and the, it's like it's seeing psychology so well. in any film. Yeah, like it's always going to be misrepresented. Yeah. Like. You had Lucy a few years back where you only used 10% of your mind. That's not real. Yeah, you're just like, that's <laughs> I stupid. Like that movie. It I, might I be a good too. movie, I but it's too. a stupid premise. It's a, but, you I know, like for a dumb movie. premise, it's a good movie. Yeah. But, yeah, and I think, you know, the other thing is, like, that movie was released how many weeks ago? And it it was been number About one three for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, has it been I mean, the that fact, far? the fact that this, that a movie has been number one for more than a week in January is actually a very rare feat. Well, I mean, especially for kind of a suspense film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I so, mean, usually I mean, they only last for a couple weeks at a time, it's, I'm sure. It's, it's also, I mean, Shyamalan's budget has been cut drastically. Have you like seen a, this movie yet? No, we haven't. I, have, <laughs> I haven't either. either. I haven't, but I, I, I've been it, working it, on sets too much. Did anybody read the... the, the... The reviews of it? No, no I haven't. I the reviews been. have actually been pretty. It's good, It's an expectations actually. thing. I didn't okay, feel yeah, like okay. I had to. And you, and you didn't. You, nobody's nobody's know what the twist is, right? I don't know what the twist no, is. I, I think you've mentioned yeah. it to so, me, yeah, but yeah. I wasn't going to bring it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the reviews have been really good for it. Um, the fact that the movie has made nearly a hundred million dollars against a nine million dollar budget. I mean, the fact that this is a guy that that was probably like the catering budget on the well, village. The funny thing is, like, <laughs> you, know? you look at Shyamalan's early work, and his best film is Unbreakable. For me, yes. I mean, the next one would probably be Sixth Sense. That's yeah. the one he's most famous for. But those were arguably more lower budget films than the ones that flopped. 
Yeah, his $60 million films were very low budget. <laughs> mm. Oh, was it Six Sense that? Six Sense million? was a $60 million film. Bruce Willis got $20 million. Oh, okay. Well, so, yeah. yeah all right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, the budget all went to Bruce and then everything else after that. All right, fair enough. <laughs> anyway, uh, after that we have Lego Batman, which is out February 10th. It's uh, a spinoff of Just... the last Lego film, which did... Actually, pretty good. The box did office very well. Very well. Uh, did very good. And of course, DC loves pushing out Batman properties, so <laughs> we understand why that happened. But on this, we have um, Batman goes on a personal journey, kind of adopts Robin, goes through that whole origin story, um, <laughs> and you have Will Arnett reprising his role as Batman. You have Michael Sarah re- kind of joining as Robin, and. Who was it they had cast for um, Barbara Gordon? Oh, God. Because it's... Um, she's pretty well known. Like, she's done, like, the uh, Daredevil like show, right? You're going to make me look this up now, damn it. <laughs> I thought I put it in the notes. Hold on. Uh, I'm messing shit up on my own. Yeah, we don't have a whole lot of notes as, like, who's in it. Uh, we have Zach Rosario Galifianakis. Dawson. Yep. Rosario Dawson. Yeah. yeah. And we also have Zach Galifianakis as playing as the, the Joker. Joker. I don't know. For me, like... I don't think this is going to be as good as the Lego film, but it looks pretty damn good, and I love the idea of having like Will Arnett you and know, Michael Sarah in a film. It, it probably won't, because the Lego movie, when that movie got to the ending, that was the big surprise of the film, was mm. the ending of that film. And with this one, I think what's going to... You gonna, can't really do that, no. Yeah, you can't really do that, but right. I think what's going to carry it over is just kind of the stigmas of Batman right mm. now, and I think... The Will Arnett character in the Lego the well, Lego I movie part of, is actually going to make it so much funnier because it's like, it's, oh yeah, Will Arnett's a better Batman than Ben Affleck. Well, it's one of those <laughs> things like, it, is that a character that only works in small chunks though? Because like, if you have a thing where like you're dealing with that personality for an hour and a half, that might start being more grating. I actually might like an hour and a half punchline of Batman v Superman. <laughs> it does seem to actually mention it a little bit yeah, in the trailer. So I think that could it only work. took him forty minutes to find it, folks. I'm proud of you. You're coming back. No, it's really? not my worst. It wasn't my worst of the year, well, but it still surprised. sucked. I thought it was coming, too. It still yeah. sucked. <laughs> it's coming around. I don't know, but truth. I think the music also played a big role in Lego Movie as well, because you had that Everything is oh, Awesome God, track. that, that was just fucking great. It just it's lasted annoying. for like six yeah, it's months. Very it's very annoying. It's annoying, but it's great. When your daughter it. plays it over. Well, you know, it's so funny. Is that's, why, that's why my daughter didn't want to go see the Lego Batman movie, because I asked her if she wanted to go see it today, and she said... No, because when we went to go see the Lego movie and I started singing that song after it, you yelled at me for singing that song. It's clearly tried to make an attempt at doing something similar. Yeah. If you've actually heard like the clip, like they they have like their own little theme song oh, sort of yeah. thing for it. If, if they play the Batman song from the original, darkness, no parents, I will be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will say one thing as a parent, though. If you know you get these kids' movies, and sometimes you take your kids to these movies, and they're, you're just you're, you're sleeping through them. At least this one looks mm. entertaining. And anytime yeah, they yeah. come up with a kids' movie, it's something I can at least laugh at occasionally. Then I, I then oh, I, no. I, it's the success. At least it's know. not. It looks plain. like it's at least amusing. Like as someone without kids, I want to go see it. Like, le- it's not like Trolls, where I'm just like, I hope it burns. You know, at least <laughs> it's not Planes Two. True. <laughs> or Cars 3, which we'll get uh, to. We'll get to fucking Cars. <laughs> so, um, I don't know, is that it on Lego, Batman? Yeah, yeah I want to okay. I, I see it. It looks cool. All right, cool. All right, so after that we have John Wick Chapter 2, where Keanu Reeves reprises his role as John <laughs> Wick, a assassin forced out of retirement. I don't know, like, I think 
I heard about John Wick originally from Brian, and I was amazingly surprised by how good the original was. Yeah. Like, I was not expecting <clears throat> that from a Keanu Reeves movie going nope. forward. <laughs> no, it was that one was really good. And I'm curious to see if they can recapture... Like, the same essence of it? Yeah, like, the same, from, like, speed and, like... Mm-hmm. From everything I heard, they did. That's cool, I mean, like, I've seen... Like, I've seen some of the little behind-the-scenes stuff, like mm-hmm. how he trained for it, and I've seen some of his interviews for it, and it looks like they, they were able to do it, but it's just one of those, like, mm, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Always kind of think... hesitant with one of, his, one of his films. Yeah, but well, at the same time, like... I think part of the appeal of the first one is just, like, you didn't see it coming until, like, midway through the film, and you're just like, oh. And, and that could be what happens here. Like, you don't know. It's like, oh, can they recapture? It's like, have oh, not they seen did. John Wick? I have not seen John Wick. I actually, yeah, I haven't either. That's on my list of, like, 2014 movies I've really wanted to see up there with yeah, Snowpiercer. Although you guys have got me excited about it. I am it. so stoked. I really yeah. want to see John Wick. I do, too. We should go watch John Wick. <laughs> Yeah, you can, I don't, you can watch John Wick and then go to the theater and see John Wick. You know, I think we should do we that. Should do that. Yeah, we, we should, should definitely do have that. a John Wick it's double John feature. Wick <laughs> it's a Wikipedia. It's a it's a Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't know. So this as long as it doesn't make us Wickas. Oh, whoops! <laughs> Whoa, we're, we're Wiccans. <laughs> we're we're fans mean, of John Wick. I mean, what the hell? It's fine either way, but you know, it's whatever. <laughs> it's whatever you're into. I don't know, like, at least the trailer for the second one does at least look at, it's kind of in the same fast-paced journey. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like it's deteriorated in quality, at least from that. Yeah, it kind of looks like a real-life Matrix. Kind of, Like, the, yeah. way, the way it's shot. Like, if you don't see the you don't see the ones and zeros in the background with the green. Yeah, you don't you, see that, you don't have the slow-mos as much. Right, but it does look like... It's as, very as, similar. As, as long as I don't have to have, like, an hour and a half of, like, a rejected philosophy course before my first action sequence <laughs> in the movie. Fair <laughs> enough. All right, so after that, we have A Cure for Wellness, which is comes off February 17th, starring about a young executive sent to retrieve his company CEO from a mysterious wellness center. And it has kind of a, a creepy vibe asylum sort of thing. <laughs> kind of like if you took... Um, that John Kellogg movie, and then just made it super creepy. You know, it reminded me of watching the trailer, Shutter Island. Yeah, oh, a yeah, little. Yeah, 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 it is it actually really me, similar. Which you like... know what is not bad. I mean, to um, this is actually from the guy that directed the fir- the first Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy. Really? Um, yeah, this is. Uh, I would not have picked up. This from is that a on Gore Verbinski film, and uh, you know he actually got his start in filmmaking from the very first movie, The Ring. And that's actually what said like people, the uh, like the remake. original with Naomi Watts, like two thousand two. Okay. And they well, said, I mean, uh, "Hey, maybe can you we should count that as an original? Caribbean. Like, even though it's okay, a remake. the original remake. <laughs> oh yeah, I was just I wanted to clarify. <laughs> yes, the original remake. No, he did not direct the uh, Ringu. He did not direct Ringu. Okay, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, that was his first, you know, big success film before Pirates of the Caribbean. And before he kind of like, you know, got gut punched with the Lone Ranger film, mm. this is kind of like a throwback to the ring form, which... Well, I mean, I, I imagine it's kind of come hard coming back from the Lone Ranger, which was not really <laughs> well-reviewed, either critically it's or financially. It's a bad film. I know. No, I never, he, it's one of those films, it like... Horrible. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible. Okay, I never saw he, it. He, I really don't know. I, I watched the movie. I, I mean, halfway through it, I went... Does this guy hate physics? Like, is he, like, actively going against physics in movies? I don't, well, I don't know. I, I just kind of went along with it as being a it's the Lone Ranger. And that fucking yep. crow on his head, though. <laughs> yep. Shit. And yours. It that was, was a dumb idea. It was just a 
fun movie. I, yeah, uh, that's how I went into it. Though. Yeah, I didn't me too. Get, look at it any other way. But, but do you guys think like this sort of like kind of creepy, suspenseful sort of film can do well like in early February or mid February? Okay, you know what? I'll say this from a personal standpoint: I would like to see what a hos- a haunted medical facility does in the box office. Mm. Just for personal reasons, I, I will say that. Uh-huh. I'm going to leave it at that. Okay, that's, that's well, fair. I didn't actually put it on the list, but um, one of the dudes from Key and Peel is actually having a horror movie that's coming out. You know, we'll, we'll, really get to that one, we'll get to that one later. That's, oh, that's, did you add it to the notes? I will add it to my notes later. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, All right. So after that, we also have Logan coming out March 3rd, which wow. is the third Wolverine film with Hugh Jackman's takes or place sixth, in 2024. Or you view the other X-Men films. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm counting it as a standalone Wolverine film. Which, but... again, sixth is if you count the other X-Men <laughs> films. This, There's a fair point to make this, that. This looks good. This is this looks more like a drama. X-Men meets a drama more than an action movie. It's obviously going to have some action in it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to have, have a lot of action in it. to it. Mutant but, I mean, if to it, but... you compare this to... Like, even what the trailer looks like in comparison to the last two Wolverine films, mm-hmm. this looks so much better. I think this is the you Wolverine know, movie we've been waiting for in a strange one, way. I, I didn't hate the last one as no, much. No, they're just okay. okay. They're okay. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're fine. Yeah, I liked they're, them all. But this they're one... Just, there's nothing great about this them. This one's going to have the heart to it. This but is going to be but the they're one... also, I don't go into Wolverine or X-Men movie expecting, like, box office, like, just, oh my god, blew me away. It's just I one mean, of those, okay, like, okay. I, I go into every one of them, like... Okay, this is going to be entertaining. Okay, to me, yeah. I go into him expecting the cartoon I grew up with. Yeah, well, see, that's, that, that's, that, that's, that's your me. issue. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the issue. I expect the cartoon and the comic. It's not that they're bad. I just yeah. you I look, look at like the character and dramatic elements to like the previous two Wolverines, and they've kind of fell flat on that every time. Like the action sequences are fine, mm-hmm. but it really doesn't have much more than that. Chris, this one's going to be heavy on heart. I mean, this one it's it's about. You know, Wolverine, he's losing his powers. Obviously, he's not healing as quickly anymore. He's at the end of his cycle. Everything is... The, the mutants yeah, are gone. Spoiler alert. Well, this is, is, this is he going, the trailer. Is, is he going through, like, Wolverine menopause, it sounds no, like? No, no, no. aging. This This is going to be about him dealing with all that. You, it looks like Xavier doesn't make it. I mean... So From the trailer, it doesn't seem like it. It doesn't say it kills him, but it, it doesn't... Not say it, but, but we but we still have split to uh, you know to fall back on. Well, it's, it's not like off. James McAvoy Xavier anyway. I'm telling you, this is this this movie's going to do well. I, I don't know. I think this, should, yeah. I, I mean, this, this is going to be Hugh Jackman's last, you know, hurrah, supposedly for Wolverine, and this is probably going to be and then Stewart's last role for yeah. like. Professor Xavier X. as well. Yeah. So I think you know this might be going out on a high note for him and. If you introduce X-23 and you make that an interesting character, I think that actually kind of gives you room to move on with the series without doing the whole time-jumping thing like we well, have Well, they're, they're the already films. saying this place, this this movie takes place in an alternate universe because they they, they, they do say all the mutants are gone. But Yeah, then, I mean, if you want to say that's fine, so, but yeah. having, like, an X-23 on the big screen seems kind of cool. Like, I, I wouldn't be against having, like, just a standalone film going forward if this works out. If it if it's really successful, yeah. They could continue. We're going to have, like, one of the most skewed X-Men timelines in cinematic oh, no. history. It's going to be a bit of, like, watching, like, it's like everywhere. Legend of Zelda timelines. Well, what really drives, what really drives <laughs> me nuts is that we had that, what, which one was the X-Men movie that it kind of put everything back in place, and you're like, Days of Future Past. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, yeah. oh my god, it works. Yeah. And then with Age of Apocalypse, you're sudden, like, yeah. no. Yeah, so you're like, fuck. Yeah. It's like, god damn it, Days Apocalypse. Path. Everything's coherent. It works out. <laughs> oh, this works. This made money. We like Quicksilver. All right. Age of Apocalypse. I know. It's like, oh, crap. <laughs> it's like, 
The third part's always the worst. Yeah, way to set yourself up for failure there, Sansa Stark. <laughs> yeah, it really does kind of hint at it. It's like, we know where this film's going. We know. The direct-to-video <laughs> shelf. <laughs> All right, Not so following that, we have Kong Skull Island oh. coming out March 10th, which is a reboot of the classic King Kong monster film. Uh, it also includes uh, Tom Hiddleston, John Goodman, Samuel L. Jackson. So it's not horribly cast. You're forgetting the most important actor in that film, which is John C. Riley. <laughs> he is a nice trailer. comedic element. Like I loved him in Step Brothers. I I will give you that. Yeah, I loved him in Chicago. I love him in fucking everything he's in. <laughs> I want to like this movie really bad, but there's still a part of me that goes, "All I can do is see you know Samuel L. Jackson going his motherfucking ape that's on fucking huge island. on this fuck." motherfucking island and I'm just like oh. I like Samuel I would be Jackson fine person. with that I would be great with that Have because after heard, so uh, many years of seeing him as Nick Fury I want him to drop a few F-bombs quick question has anyone <laughs> heard his uh, he there's the book Go to Fuck Go to Sleep fuck- and he narrates it I read that in my head whenever my daughter goes to bed <laughs> That is what's playing in my mind. She's like, Daddy, Daddy, I gotta use the bathroom. Daddy, I, I need something to drink. Daddy, read me a story. Go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> I don't know, but I think what with this, like, it's what I want to say. Yes, interested to see like Love this you, is a reboot. Like it looks legitimately it good. It looks and really good. And like it looked. I really liked the last King Kong movie. I, I did too. I well, the one with Jack Black the Peter Jackson yeah. film. I like that one yeah. too. I love that movie. Yeah, me too. I I own it and I, I watch, own it and, and I, I watch it every time I, it's on TV. I had I the extended it, cut. I have the director's notes. I mean, that was a movie that when I saw it, the director put every bit of his love of the original on the screen. It was well done, and I loved it. And then I was like, "Why are you guys rebooting it?" And then I saw the trailer for it, and I went. This looks fun as hell. This looks like yeah. the Monster Island films well, from the well, 60s. What's funny is it looks like it's like it looks like it takes place before the last one. Yeah. Like we're going in reverse. Or it kind of takes Yeah, or takes place after. Well, I don't know. Like the last one takes place, place like afterwards well, this one he died. <laughs> the first one he died. Well, but yeah. how many how many like well, in the original came out in the 30s? How many King Kong films came out after that one? We know yeah. where this is going though. They're going to bring back they're going to do Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, but and I, I mean, will fucking watch you know, it. What's funny is <laughs> that well, they said that in the trailer, though. Yeah, and they sh- they actually show the back of Godzilla when they're talking about they what they weren't actually testing those things. They were trying to kill something, and they yeah. show the the hump of Godzilla. So yeah. so we're gonna see Walter White for like ten minutes in the Godzilla versus King Kong movie. <laughs> He's gonna like die in the first ten Stomped minutes. On. I don't know, but like after like films like Godzilla Pacific versus Rim, Walter kinda, White, we kind of have like those giant kaiju battles, yeah. right? Yeah, like, like fucking can, Pacific Rim. Yeah, like yeah. you can have like those giant monster films, like, and you could put more like resources and money into it, and it's not just like dude in a suit walking exactly. around yeah. punching I, other things. I am all for Kong Skull Island. Like that is a I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see this like I'm on. I'm excited, but I'm cautiously excited. Yeah, yeah like. It, it could It'll go be either a fun way. failure if it's a failure. Yeah, I'll say I'll that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I will watch this failure repeatedly if right. it is. But if this does well enough to do like Godzilla versus King Kong, are I'm you more excited for that yes. than this? I hope it's a success for that reason. Or is yeah. that more like Alien versus Predator? I'm with John. I want to see God. I want to see a modern King Kong versus you know Godzilla movie. Just as long so. as we don't get you know King Kong versus Godzilla Requiem. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone that saw that shit fest of a sequel to Alien vs. Predator, I watched it again. It was garbage. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, all right. Moving on to garbage. Moving, Moving on, on to garbage. garbage I don't Beauty and the on. Beast, March 17th. Um, Disney's uh, live-action remake starring uh, Emma Watson, which is 
what the third or fourth in their line of live action remakes? Probably third. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna get shot to hell, or at least I am for this. I, I don't. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not I, a, I don't have any interest I, in either. This is totally for the you girls know, out there. And, <coughs> okay, I will I, not watch this. I, like, I, I, I will be the voice of dissent here. Beauty and the Beast is actually one of my favorite animated movies because oh, I like Beauty and the Beast. It just doesn't seem like it adds anything to it. It, it may not, but the cast alone yeah. is what makes it. Ian I, Ian McKellen as Cogsgrove. Um, you have Ewan McGregor as Lumiere. I mean, that alone to me is well, enough. To see. And Kevin Klein again well, on the big screen is enough. I, I, I'm not really sure. Like, DVD. honestly, yeah. Maleficent was horrible. If you ever saw yeah, it, yeah, it was, it was horrible okay, in slow paced and was, shit. I haven't you know, seen the Jungle it, it, Book. It, it, I heard that did better. Jungle, Jungle Book was, was okay. fucking amazing. Was it? Um, Tarzan was good too. Yeah. <laughs> Not that that was a Disney one. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't a Disney one. Um, but yeah, no, Maleficent was. It was like watching a Tim Burton sympathy for the devil garbage again. Yeah, it was so Cinderella slow-paced was and boring. You know what? Actually, I will say this: Cinderella, for as much as it tried to be a modern, you know, hey, we're gonna make Cinderella more interesting. She was more boring in this live action movie than she was in the animated film. Yeah, for one very important reason: if you watched that ending. The, or at least the animated Cinderella pounded on the door and was screaming to get out when she was locked away. This other one, she went, oh, whatever, I'm going to sing out the window. I'm like, you are not a voice of female empowerment. Shut the fuck up and go back to the animated film. <laughs> All right, so out of curiosity, is there actually any classic Disney film you would be interested in seeing like a live action remake of? Hmm. The Last Starfighter, but that's not Disney. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, live action? Yeah. Like seeing a live action remake of like I mean, a classic if, Disney if, film. If you if you're, if you're watching like a CGI version. Yeah, I mean with like, Jungle the, Book. Like, we'll, like we can Rescuers that. Down Under? Yeah. Yes, because that's a great movie. Yeah. That, yeah. Is, an, that is a very underrated movie. Yeah, so like maybe one of those. Okay. They're getting ready to yeah. do Aladdin next. I don't know if that's yeah. going to do it again. That could be what? interesting. Yeah, yeah. They are. I mean, it, yeah. It's, like the genie's not going to be as cool. We're going to build a wall around Aladdin. Aladdin's not going to be able to be screened here. <laughs> <laughs> Aladdin's going to be on the ban list. <laughs> well... <laughs> That might be a good thing in the long run. <laughs> Possibly. It might be. I mean, it depends on who they cast as Genie, right? Like, Because that's going to be the make or break it's thing. It's going to be Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think <laughs> that might work. Uh, well, I mean, it can't be... Because Dan Casanova was the voice of the Genie in the animated show. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. fair. I mean... That's kind of okay, I guess, but I don't know if it's, it's really no Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah. No, no. There, there's nobody. You can, can never. Yeah, exactly. You can never replace Robin Williams in anything. No, I don't know. I think I might be interested in seeing like them redo Hunchback of Notre Dame if they cut out some of the more like <sighs> cheesy elements of it and make it like more of a dark film. You mean like stick with straight up Hellfire? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> like because the original book's written by the same dude that writes like Les Mis, so yeah. Could be an interesting turn on it. Didn't he write like the original Phantom of the Opera too? I don't he think so. Have? He might have. If he did, I'm not aware of it. Uh, I might just be thinking of Lon Chaney. Yeah, I don't know. Man. Uh, so after that, we have the Great Wall, March 17th, which has European <laughs> mercenaries seeking for black powder become embroiled in the defense of the Great Wall of China against a horde of monstrous creatures. The now Great this Wall. is yeah. technically <laughs> kind of out outside of the U.S. and like 
some of us may have seen versions of this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we already saw this one. <laughs> but technically... Well, so the... I'll wait to talk about it until after you guys talk. Okay. <laughs> okay. But the technical release in the U.S. isn't out until March 17th. Yeah, um, because apparently it's already made like $220 million in China already. Nice. Is that good for a Chinese like release? Um, Average, actually. I mean, it's con- considering that, you know... The most successful Chinese movie of last year was called The Mermaid, made like five hundred million dollars. Was that the Stephen Chow film? I think so. Because I know his uh, Kung Fu Hustle movie was like the top rated in China for a while. Yeah. And to be honest, that movie fucking deserves. Dude, it. fucking Stephen Chow is. I love fucking. Stephen I don't remember. He has a lot of really <laughs> shitty movies, but the ones that. But hit yeah, are when he so when good. he does like you know Shaolin Soccer and Kung Fu Hustle, I mean those are just oh, yeah. like comedy gold. Dude, it's Kung like, Fu Hustle is one of the. It's, it's, it's like Fu Charlie films. Chaplin movies for the modern era. But yeah, getting back to the Great Wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Getting back to the, uh, you so talk about Chinese I, martial it, arts. It looks at, the first time I saw the the trailer, I went, "Okay, that just looks stupid." But yeah, the more I watch the trailer, right. I'm beginning to come around ever so slightly that there might be something. This might be a good monster movie. Um, well, maybe I don't know if it's I'm, a monster movie or more like a zombie movie. Is it? Is it more monsters? It's... Okay, so apparently Ank has seen this movie somehow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're yeah. not going to discuss how well, he's seen he it, was but... in, We flew him to China for Midwest yeah. Guys. That's Spare right, that's expense. right. All, 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 the, all the wonderful... I was at for Premiere. All the wonderful profits we got off of our website, we flew him to China yeah. for this premiere. Yeah. 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 No expense. That, I no saw expense. this movie. It's no good. <laughs> I, I don't think that's an accurate Chinese accent, dude. It's my Chinese accent. It's no good. Ah, ah, I it's just like... because I'm Chinese, I know how to build wall. Yeah. I, I, I feel like people looked at you very strange with that accent. <laughs> Look at my city walk. <laughs> In my uh, city movie. Goddamn, goddamn, I'm going to enjoy break my city wall. <laughs> yeah, I would have paid for a two-hour version of that guy. <laughs> so, so this movie, it tried to be Last Samurai meets Avatar. Yeah, but Last Samurai Fine. wasn't good either. I, no. I, okay, fuck you. I like The Last no, Samurai. No, The Last not Samurai so is trap. It, the it, Last it, Samurai it, is not it, crap. It, it, I like that movie. It, That's it, it, fine. It. You could like that movie. It's just I a bad like movie. I will like that movie. You, you, oh, well, uh, all right, so to... Brian, say again. Yeah, it didn't hit. Like, it didn't connect. Like, it, I, it, you could see what it tried to be. Yeah. And it was just one of those just like, yeah, no, it you just... Know, well, this is one of those films that was kind of made because, like, modern like American studios are trying to have more access to China, so they have to have produ- like co-produced films, right? Correct. I th- I think it's interesting in that aspect, and I like the the, the director that did it. I mean, he did uh, Hero with Jet Li. He did uh, House of Flying Daggers. Oh, I dude, mean, both of those movies yeah, are fucking awesome. Exactly, and the fact that he did both of those, and he's doing like a three D IMAX film. I'm like. I don't care if this sucks. I want to see it just to spoil my eyes. For oh yeah, 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 but like, it was, at least there was Hero a lot of had choreographed like a, yeah. stuff, a lot of color. Like, yeah, there was a lot. Know, it, it, but then it, I'm I'm sold. I got to well, see it just for that. Uh, it was. So, I mean, <laughs> it was just. I think what did it for me was the monster creatures. Just kind of just. It was like, oh, this is wow. You know, you they know, just look bad. Yeah, you know, I saw the South Korean movie, The Host. I'm, I'm fine with that. I've seen bad looking, you know, <laughs> giant monsters in, you know, the Asian. It's zombies. essentially just like giant spider creature, man in suit, wiggle arms. You can fine. see. <laughs> I saw Jet Jaguar, so I'm okay. What on earth is Jet Jaguar? That's a mystery science theater three thousand console okay. film. Like because. <laughs> I gotta be honest, if the monsters are worse than, like, Zebra Man monsters, I'm kind of out. Because I can do Zebra Man. Beyond that, not so much. So if you've never seen an Ultraman film... Yeah. I mean, they they look... 
decent. Good. Yeah. But you're just like, yeah. I'm, I'm just in it for like the crazy camera angles and beautiful color. <laughs> like, and, like, and you're just in it for the, the LSD. What's, I, what's, I, even, what's even funnier is like the way they're there and yeah. what they're doing. And it's like, what? You know what's, what's funny is like going off of that. There was actually a bit of a controversy for a while. They're like, "Oh, why do you have to have Matt Damon in a Chinese film?" And well, it the, also has did the Chinese what, John direct- Cusack. Well, yeah. Did it have John Cusack? No, not doesn't have John Cusack. It has um, William Hurt. Or yeah, something? yeah. William oh, Hurt. Okay. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. They 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 put them in there perfectly. Yeah. yeah. So it, well, so it doesn't feel like it. You're like you're like. He's not even Asian, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, it, it fits the way they put him into the story. Like, they write was, it in. What, yes. was, what was great was like the Chinese director just went up and went, yeah, I wrote that, and I wrote them to be English. Go away. And then after that, all the SJWs just silenced. Yeah, they're just like, they're just like go Ooh. fuck yourself. All right, guess what, like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, the Chinese director wrote it in for English people to be in his film. And suddenly all the internet trolls were silent. Yes. <laughs> so briefly. And it was so, so briefly. And that was the most zen beautiful moment of the internet. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, fuck! We fucked! <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so after that we have uh, T2 Train Spotting, which comes out March 17th. So this is actually... Train Spotting Judgment Day. Yeah, this actually... When I first heard the trailer, I actually thought this was a, um, like, Transporter sequel, just from the T2 sort of thing, but... Oh, God. This is actually a sequel to, like, a classic... Trainspotting. Yeah. Fucking Trainspotting. A film from 1996 about heroin users. About a heroin addict with the most fucked up baby scene in a movie ever. Oh, and and the toilet scene. The toilet scene. Is Is that how Ewan McGregor stays, like... Young, he looks exactly the fucking the same. Oh, he does. I watched this trailer and went, "Jesus, does he ever age?" Yeah, yeah, he's one of those actors. You're not really sure how it works. Yeah, we just watched the trailer for this, and it was just, it's like, wow, that he looks. The, did they make this back in 1997? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It looks like he aged a year, and then everyone else aged 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Like you get him and Jennifer Aniston in the same room, you think time sits still. Yeah. <laughs> okay, with Jennifer Aniston, I could probably say it's the marijuana. Does hey, that work? It's the hey, THC whatever works. is preserved. I, I, I feel like you're making an argument for legalization in this state. I'm not making an argument. I just well, hey, know hey, maybe make an argument. might have used a little too much. From I don't know if weed acts as a preservative like that. But. It definitely makes you hungry. It was like formaldehyde no. in her her batch. <laughs> I don't know, but like her next movie's called Embalmed. <laughs> Horrible Bosses 3. It went from dentist to, like, you know, taxidermist. Yeah. Nice. Oh, my God. I don't know, but, like... <laughs> Jesus. I can't imagine I, this I totally film. lost my train of thought on As soon as you said that. The train spotting sequel. <laughs> yeah. What was I going to say? Fuck, I don't remember. Um, yeah, I mean... Jedi's don't age? Yes, apparently not. Um, but, yeah, I mean, train spotting was kind of groundbreaking for 90s... Back in the Oh, yeah, back in the day, it was... Yeah, so it was go, an out there film, it's, man. It was also one of like the first Guy Ritchie movies too. Yeah, that, I mean the visual style was amazing. It was up for best screenplay the year it came out. I mean it was mm. a, it's the soundtrack is amazing. I mean it was one of the most cutting edge. Like back when like you discovered movies on VHS in a video store, that was the movie you discovered back. Yeah, in it was almost like a weird sort of indie film at the time, yeah. but it kind of wasn't at the same time. Uh, it looks yeah. like this time it looks like he goes 
back and yeah, it's almost after look, being like sober for so many years. Yeah, it's, it's he's literally gotten his life back on track, and all of a sudden he starts looking up his old friends, and they're still in the same rut. And he's yeah. going back. He, it's he like falls back hmm. into it. again. It's funny because like the film's like twenty years later, but like in the storyline, it's also like twenty years later. Like yeah, so it kind of allows for the justification of like why it's taken so long to make it. But at the same time, like, from 20 years old movie, like, is anyone going to have an interest in seeing it? If it's going retro. <laughs> I don't know. It depends. If... Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I know I'm oh, personally no. excited to see it. Okay, I, I take it back. It's not Guy Ritchie. It was Danny Boyle, the guy that made, oh, okay. like, Slumdog Millionaire in 127 hours. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not yeah. excited to see it. And personally, course, I am. Of course, then again, I, mean, I never saw the first one. Oh, okay. okay and, and it's also from the same director, too, so... Oh, nice. For me, I'll say... I'll say maybe. Yeah, I'll say it probably... It probably will wait till it comes out on Blu-ray. I'll, I'll, I'll wait to discover it in my video store. Yeah. But I think 20 years later, I can't discover it in my video store <laughs> I'll redbox it for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this film could actually do really be pretty interesting, but I'm not sure if it's going to be better than just an average sequel. Yeah. Well, it's, that's, it's gonna that's be the really thing, hard. Right? You gotta. The only thing that makes me hopeful is, is it took him twenty years to figure out a good story to make, and and, and the same directors there too. I mean, so. this is an Academy Award winning director that is coming back to material twenty years later. You know, I don't know, but I'm not sure if it can be nearly like as cutting edge as it was twenty years I, ago. I, you like gotta, after, yeah, you gotta get that sense. You have too, things yeah. like Filth came out a few years ago, and that's gonna be a hard one. Like, be just on like shock value. It's, it's really hard when a director revisits his old uh, material from twenty years later, isn't yeah. it? All right. So, after that, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know how this worked. No. Anyway, uh, that, wor- that works so well for podcasting, doesn't it? It does. Doesn't it? <laughs> what? Where you can't see him flip you off? We can't see me flipping. See him flipping me off. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So after that, we have wait, wait, power wait, wait. rain. Time oh. out. <clears throat> this is a forewarning to turn down your volume for this next review. Again, for Midwest guys, it's not responsible for you going deaf. Okay, now go ahead, Aaron. All right, I, I'm assuming you want to say shit about the uh, Power Rangers film coming out March 24th? No, but I know John's going to yell at the mic, so that's why I said that. Go ahead. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> no? I'm really not. I mean, I have no interest in seeing it just because I think it looks like a YA movie. It looks like Oh, it crap. totally does. It looks, it looks like Divergent meets Power Rangers. And it it no, really I does. No, I mean, meets Breakfast Club. Right. Yes. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> first, like, when I saw every time scene, we... she even cut her hair the same. I'm like, oh my God, go ahead and put on your lace clothes Yo. and let's go. <laughs> no, no. Like, you can't watch that trailer already, and not think Breakfast Club. I'm already working Club. with Emilio Estevez in a library right now. I don't need a fucking movie about it again. I know, but like... <laughs> So, like, what was it? A year or two back, they had that fan film of Power Rangers that came out that was dark and gritty and kind of sucked. People fucking praised it. Okay, now see, that looked okay. Oh, no, the fan film was going like a different direction. So I was like, oh, well, maybe that might be decent because I really hated the TV show. Yeah. I wasn't a fan either. It was a rip of a Voltron. Yes. And then now you see this come out, and and people are like, like, you're watching, you're like, Breakfast Club? You're like, oh, wait, no, it's not the Breakfast Club. And then you're like, oh, they find. Powers they're upside down and what what yeah. and then all of a sudden yeah. it's like at the very end you hear dun, 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 dun. and then like you hear like four people in the audience go yeah and you're like oh my god really I heard those are the no four people cheer. oh I yeah those are like the no four people that have like the first their time nostalgia I heard, I heard somebody cheer in the audience tickled. yeah like don't get me wrong you know the theme song to Power Rangers is cool but that's it I think like, that's probably the only reason why they cheer was they heard that theme song yeah, yeah. and don't get me wrong like. 
I, I did enjoy the show back in the day. I do have some nostalgia over it, but at the same time, looking back at it, it wasn't good. No. No, no. it's by it's no just something good. I liked because I was a kid. But here's the thing. At least with that show, it embraced its cheesiness. And oh, yeah. I have a respect for something but that embraces it. This no, there's no really cheesiness to it. This is your versions of G.I. Joe. You know what? Okay, you know what? Oh, I was watching G.I. Joe, G. I. Joe you know for what? us. We're like, oh, yeah, they're making G.I. Joe movie. Yes. No. They're watching like, fuck. You know what? <laughs> okay, okay. You know what's that for me? <laughs> Do you know what it looks like? Okay. For me, that's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, Aaron, you know what? You see the Michael okay. Bay Turtles film? Okay, okay. okay, I saw both of them. Okay, Aaron, do you know? Oh, I didn't yeah. even watch the second. Do you know what this looked like to me? What? This looked like the Fantastic Four reboot. <laughs> it kind of does. This really fucking looked I like the Fantastic Four reboot, so, and I went, no. So what's up? Fucking the, no. What's up with the magic stones they find? They look like little pancakes. Okay, so their colors. In the <laughs> all right, I actually kind of know the reference to this. Like uh, in the original uh, show, they have like the little belt buckle thing that yeah. they use. Yeah, so, the like, morphin thing. Yeah, yeah it's right, that. Right. It's just it's not polished. It's you not. What? It's if in a more like gem-like of, state. If you have these elements of corniness, fucking have fun with it. Oh, Don't yeah. just be. I'm so sad. Oh, it's super emo and overdramatic. I'm Divergent. My name's Katniss. Go fuck yourself, movie. I found this star sapphire. I've got magical powers. Yay! <laughs> jump over the ravine. Watch me jump this cliff. That's not yeah. right, guys. That's I don't know. Like I'm gonna run this maze. You know what it also kind of reminds me of, though? The uh, live-action Dragon Ball Z film that happened, like, seven oh, years back. Because it was in the same vein of, like... Talk about a kick to the nuts for those two. Okay, so we've got, like, the Fantastic Four reboot and the Dragon Ball Z movie. Just the worst reboots <laughs> we can imagine. This is so, what it yes, reminds us this of. Looks like this looks like shit. I mean, this is, ori- is going to be a original Power Ranger movie. So, kind yeah, of. This looks they like did a Power Ranger movie. Yeah, but that was a TV version of the... No, no, okay. that, and, they had and, a and theater and version. And it was gonna, just based off the TV show. Right, right, yeah. And yeah. I'm going to throw this out But you know what? That film's going to be better than this one. You know, I'm going to throw this out I'll, there too I'll because we talked deal about with the, the purple ooze dude. Because we talked about the Godzilla reboot, I'm going to throw this out again. How much are we going to waste Brian Cranston in this movie? Oh, well, yeah, because to. he's the head. Because he's, he's just the floating head. But I'm sorry, Which, like really, I, mean, I think I, I want to see the head look at him, and just go, "I am the one who knocks." <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, the really funny is that, like, because they, they, they showed the picture and he's green. Really? Yeah, and he's what and, the fuck? and he's green. It would be really funny if he was blue and he looked like Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Let's that's cook. why they didn't make him blue, <laughs> yeah. even though he used to be. All right, you found my coins. Let's cook, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make this film uber dark and gritty. That's going to get really dark. Like, all, all the kids are of, like, cerebral palsy. Oh. <laughs> now we know what the gems are for. Dude. Dude. Wow. I can go really dark. How dark do you want me to go? Now we understand why they find rocks. We know. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're finding they're finding the meth. blue meth yeah the colored meth this one makes me fly <laughs> this one lets me uh, liquefy somebody in the bathtub you know what <laughs> if, if halfway through this movie a mariachi band comes out and recaps the first half of it I will be sold that will be the best goddamn movie ever congratulations we just already written a better script yeah we, 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 okay listen to us now we've made a better Power Rangers film the mariachi wait, wait, band wait. walks into the cor- just the corner of the screen and just I starts playing <laughs> and you're like, you're like what the fuck is that and, and like, you get like, so- about, like a bunny rabbit jumps across you're like what are we watching? And you, like, right and you got like Zoran's head in the background and just zooms yeah, in on him. And you got and you, and you got the stoners that went to go see this movie and they're like, holy shit, what are we watching? <laughs> holy shit, I thought my trip to Doctor Strange was great. This is better. So just to recap, 
We've the, made a better Power Rangers the, movie. The, the script we have for Power Rangers is teenagers find meth and it gives them superpowers. And there's ninjas on the lawn trying to fucking kill us. Yeah, and he's like, stupid lawn gnomes. And then Justin Timberlake seems a thing. <laughs> we have made your best movie of 2017 right there. Four, mid- four Midwest guys out. <laughs> and that's Mike, it. That's the best movie of yeah, 2017. Mike, Mike We're done. Drop. Mike drop. <laughs> okay. Four right. indeed Mike drop. Uh, all right, next movie. All right, pass around the week. Oh, guys. God. How do you follow that up? <laughs> so, moving on to probably a less funny film, Chips, a comedic reboot of an old TV show. No. No? You don't want to see it? No. We're just skipping this review? Or yes. expectations? For a guy who likes, like, likes, like, you know, the buddy cop stuff... We watched the trailer for this. There are parts of it that look... They have some funny jokes. Some funny crude guy humor. And that's what it looked like. But it looked like other, it's like a National right? Lampoon. <laughs> yes. Yes. But like bad National Lampoon. Like so after like a recent Christmas. vacation. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> yeah. It, that's about it though. I, I could yeah. be wrong. It could be the biggest surprise of the year. But it has like a couple of funny jokes, but most of it is just oh, stupid wait, fart it, and dick jokes. Okay, yep, wait. Exactly. It, it, it's written and directed by Dax Shepard, so we're fucked. Who is that? Uh, it's the guy from Jesus. What the hell else has he made? He was in that one uh, supermarket movie. Oh yeah, what was supermarket it uh, with Jessica Simpson? Employee of the month. Yeah, that movie sucked oh. ass. Yeah, it was basic. He's yeah. okay as an actor. He's funny. He's got his moments, mm. and he plays he plays alongside of the other. Who's the other guy? He's funny. He's some somewhat funny too. Oh, Dane Cook. God no, no, not Dane Cook. Okay, Cook. Dane Cook was an employee of the month. Oh, okay. uh, Michael Pena. Yeah. Oh, the guy from Ant Man. Yeah. 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 And, and he and he's okay in this. And then yeah. it also has uh, what's her name from the Good Place. Oh uh, yeah. Um, Hang on. His wife. Yeah, I forgot about her. Um, what's her name? What is John, her name? I'll let John look it up. Yeah, I'm IMDb right now. Jessica McNemi or no? That's uh, the blonde. Um, I'm looking. Uh, Jesus. Kristen Bell. Yeah, yeah okay, Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell. So yeah. Kristen Bell's in this okay, too. Okay, so we yeah. also have like uh, Adam Brody, Justin Chatwin, and Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, like, oh, there's a couple of decent and cast Rudolph. members. Like so, yeah. I said, it's it could be. But the it looks biggest, pretty generic. It could be the biggest surprise yes, of the year. It definitely looked very generic. And I almost like a, almost looked like a like insert laugh track here kind of movie. Like, yeah, like it, like I could definitely see that. Like like so, like they're gonna have those spots where you you just know you're supposed to laugh and you just laugh. Do you think it'd be weird to have that in a film? I don't know, but if they like, I've never seen that in a film. So wasn't that wasn't that done in like the Ghostbusters remake? The laugh track, like insert your laugh track here for the Ghostbusters remake. No, no, this this looks <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> that there was no laugh track that could fix that film. <laughs> but, but this one did have a few moments where it was like. Oh, well, I mean, that could be... It, it could like be 21 Jump, Jump Street. Street. Yeah, yeah. It, it could, be. Street, it could yeah. be that movie. It's yeah. very possible. If they hold well, back Because the, the original trailer. 21 Jump Street remake actually did a lot better than a lot of people were expecting. Well, well, I, I, I still haven't caught it, but it looked funny. That was a movie that like defied expectations. Right, though. right. If they hold back, if they didn't put all the funny stuff in the trailer, then yeah, it's got the potential to be 21 Jump Street. Okay. But that's just being very positive. Yep. All right, cool. So also coming out on March 24th is Life, where six... Crew members of the International Space Station are tasked with investigating a sample from Mars that may be proof of intelligent life. And to be honest, watching the trailer of this, I seriously thought this was a fucking Aliens remake. Yep. I actually thought it was the Alien sequel. That yeah, we were it see. definitely fucking but, looks but like then, it, right? But then I saw the title and I saw it was in our notes again. I thought, what, are they remaking the Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence chain gang movie yeah. from the 90s? No, <laughs> no they're not. I, yeah, that's funny. 
Actually, I thought it was gravity all over again. That first scene, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. like wait, 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 gravity? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, you know, it looked great. It really yeah, looked like, great. It's got a pretty decent cast. Like, it's got the uh, dude who was Eddie Darko back in the day. It's Eddie got Eddie Darko. Oh, Donnie Darko. Donnie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. His yeah. other cousin, Eddie. Is yeah. his cousin, Eddie. <laughs> who also had that weird <laughs> There's little... a National Lampoon's for you there. Yeah. National Lampoon's Donnie Darko. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. Urinals full. Shitters full. He also yeah. follows time that little trail thing through time. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, it's the dude that played Donnie Darko back in the day. And then you also have... Jake uh, Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah like it's, it's got a, a decent cast. cast. And had a great visuals. I mean, yeah, but I just hope it, it doesn't legit, suck it like It looks like a fucking alien film. Like, yeah. it, it looks like dead on. As, as long as it doesn't suck like Passengers did. It doesn't, Passengers doesn't have, it doesn't have a chest burster, it has an ass burster. <laughs> as long as it's more... Did burst. you see Passengers? Uh, no, I haven't. I did not oh, see Passengers. That, Is that it bad? No. I haven't seen it yet. John, did you see it? Uh, I've only, like, read about it, and just the shit that I read about the ending, I was like... Wait, wait, it's seriously just, like, almost a straight-up date rape film? I will say that okay. it was the live action version of Wally. <laughs> oh, wow. Wally doesn't wow. date. Wally doesn't wake someone up from hypersleep just to try to bang them. That's, okay. uh, well, that's a weird film. I don't even want to go down that road. All right. Um, I will say this about it, though. If it's more suspenseful than just action packed in space, Alien, it might be decent. I'll give it that. Yeah, I, like, I, I, there's a possibility it might be. Am I going to go see it in the theaters? Probably not. Yeah, I kind of want to hear about, like, a couple of reviews before I actually yeah. go see it, because, like, it looks good, but at the same time, it also looks like a straight-up Alien remake. Yeah. Oh, I, I can definitely redbox it. Yeah. I mean, the... the like, vision- I want to kind of, like, get, like, a little bit of feedback. Like, is there more substance <laughs> to it than just the thing comes alive and eats them all? What's funny yeah. is that even even if that's the only review, I'll still redbox it. Yeah. I mean, the visuals are there to want to see it on the big screen, but it's like, unless the movie's worth your effort. Yeah, you want, like, there be a storyline substance. Like, not just visually appealing. Like, Gravity wasn't the best story, but I was glad I went on that ride, because it was essentially like you paid to be on a roller coaster to see that movie in, like, 3D IMAX. Right on. So, going on to something that's visually appealing, uh, Ghost in the Shell, uh, coming out March 31st, which is kind of an adaptation to... Would have already been somewhat successful anime films mm-hmm. uh, and series. Mm-hmm. A star cyborg counter terrorist like Field Commander the Major and uh, Section Nine kind of thwarting crimer ah eh, cyber criminals and hackers and such. Major Kusanagi for you otaku's out there. Yeah, and like the original yeah. animated films are fucking fantastic. Oh like, god, yeah. In terms of like doing philosophy better than like the Matrix films, doing like Ad- that. God, yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, just it's funny, visually I, the fucking appealing. I remember seeing this way back when uh, we were in high school in that audiovisual class of Did Alex. You, Alex Lustenberg, Alex yes. Lustenberg, yes, man. Alex Lustenberg has, turned us on to this that, one. That's how I found yep. out about this. I was like, and oh I, my god. Yeah, and I watched it. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah, like, this There's is up there with Akira. on these animated women, and they're, like, kicking ass and, like, dismembering people. This is great! Yeah, it was really funny, because he actually put that on the, on the, the news. We he used did, the yeah. on the news. I remember that. Like, he's like, we'll use it. And we're like, you think we can get away with it? He's like, oh, yeah. We'll cut it here and here, and we'll know what it is. <laughs> he knew just yeah. what to put in there to not get kicked off the air. It was pretty funny. Yeah, so... Yeah, I think both you and me have like that sentimental place in our heart, mm-hmm. thanks to Alex. I will, I will say this is definitely a, um, this could be the best arousing movie of the year. Um, just Do you think so? Yeah, they're her t- body type Wait, we're just from Scarlett Johansson? Okay, like, okay, but if you'd seen the, the original movie, 
She's supposed to be naked. I know. Yeah, there's you no bodysuit. There's naked. no bodies. Yeah, there's no bodysuit. It's like, my skin is thermoptic camouflage. There's the trench coat. I'm a cyborg. I don't care. So what you're saying, your major criticism of this film so far is not enough nudity. No, no, no nipples, yes. apparently. No nipples. Okay. No, no, no nipples, and I hope there's dismemberment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but, like, my main concern with this is this is going to be all flash and, like, no storyline... Because it looks really cool, but if you don't actually put in the time for, like, a good storyline yeah. adaptation of this, it's going to be just visually appealing, but kind of shit. It's Lucy, too. Yeah, exactly. And that's <laughs> that, what I thought it was at first, and I was like... Yeah. I know. Until they, very, until they say it's Ghost and I'm like, oh! And I thought it was like, oh, they made a Lucy, too. Yeah. Like, where she actually is the machine, and she's blah, blah, blah. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is pretty cool. And I was like, oh, it's Ghost Machine. Yeah. 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 Ghost Show. Like, exactly I gotta be right. honest, like, part of me's not really interested, but just visually, it looks so goddamn cool. It's, it's the first time I think that they've approached anime intelligently, because if any of us have actually sat through that, you know, eye-raping that was Speed Racer... <laughs> I am know. not. It, I heard it was very uh, heavy on the epilepsy. I stand by my description perfectly. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just... There's a way to do anime, and to translate it cinematically, you have to know not just the source material of of Japanese animation, but you also have to know filmmaking as well. So there's a way that you have to bring your framing and your visual style and all mm. this and all this philosophy and everything, and under, you have to be a really intelligent filmmaker to do. Well, yeah, because I mean, especially like those classic animations really dealt with light and darkness and the contrasts, <laughs> like visually. Um, and kind of have like the more scenery and pacing kind of elements to them that we don't necessarily see with a lot of other films or a lot of other styles. Like, I mean, I, I worry that it's from the director of Snow White and the Huntsman. I never saw it. Oh, was I that? I actually like that movie. <laughs> was yeah, Ra- I have was, no was idea. Rapey the Dwarf? Yeah. It was like, it, it was like, like Snow White meets Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. No, it was like Lord of the Rings met like emo poetry from like some high school girl. <laughs> no, I never saw the second one though. I don't think anyone did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't see the first one, so I don't know. I don't know. Like, I have expectations for it, and I hope it meets it, because it looks really cool, but we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Uh, so after that, we have Going in Style, out April 7th, which has Morgan Freeman, Alan Arkin, and Michael Caine playing three senior citizens' attempts to rob a bank. You know, amongst everything else that you have on this list, I'm surprised you actually threw this one on there. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's Morgan Freeman and Michael Caine trying to rob a bank. So yeah. why would you not Michael include Wayne. this? <laughs> Did he add to his bucket list? Maybe. He had to do his bank account. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It kind of looks funny. The trailer we watched the trailer tonight. It oh, this pretty, looks way better than funny. chips. It, it's it's like yeah. the uh, retirement community of the Big Short. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Is... Like it, it's not going to be the biggest film of the year. It's definitely not. But it looks at least funny. You know, it, I, it's going to get a lot of the older generation to go see it just because of who's in it. Yeah, it's, I it's, mean, and they're great actors too. It's it's set up being Ocean's Twelve. It's Waiting Pool Three. You know, it's, <laughs> you know, whatever you want. Yeah, you know, cocoon the bank robbery years. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I don't know. So you don't personally like look forward to like seeing it. You know, I, I actually would be just you know because I'm very fuck the banks for what they've done to our economy kind of thing. So yeah. yeah, I'm all for that. But you know, and it looks somewhat entertaining. You know. All right. All right. Well, I guess moving on then, we'll have uh, Colossal coming out April seventh, <laughs> which I, I know is not going to be the most popular thing on the list either. But yeah. at the same time, it looks so fucking funny. It's Anne Halfway controls a giant <laughs> monster that terrorizes South Korea. After the scene, and that... she's fucking drunk half the time. 
it looks amazing. It's such a weird that trailer. Movie that looks fun. You know what's funny is I, 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 if I remember right, this is the movie that the, the movie was actually written. The character was written as Anne Hathaway. Really? Like before they even had Anne Hathaway, they wrote Anne Hathaway controls the giant monster. Like so, that was like the premise of the whole movie anyway. And it was just, like, it, if nothing else works, get Anne Hathaway. Yeah, and it's it look. Like, I mean, it does look. It does look funny. Like it's gonna be one of those little like. Um, like I, it's not gonna be any kind of blockbuster. Oh no! But it's gonna be one of those funny movies like you like yeah. get drunk watching or wet at home or yeah. Okay, know, it's like oh my god, it's, this movie was oh yeah, it's, word of mouth. More it's so a weirdly than, yeah. stoner comedy sort of thing. Yeah, it's yes. very much stoner. I, I was just I'd, thinking that. I'd like to point out that the writer and director is actually named Nacho. <laughs> but still Nacho director Seriously It's Nacho Okay Nacho. so His so, name is Nacho yeah, well, The theory about this being A stoner comedy yeah. Confirmed so, so guys guys, guys Wait 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 I got it I got it Yes Nacho We'll make a movie It'll be Anne Hathaway As a monster Controlling a monster Controls man. a monster You know what And I need Pass the Funyuns You know what <laughs> Their stoner trip does not equal our stoner trip to Power Rangers. True. <laughs> True. Like, I think we've created something great with that Power Rangers. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think if this does well enough, I'd be okay seeing Colossal fight Godzilla. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you think... know what? Maybe Colossal added to Pacific Rim. Yeah. I'd be alright with that, too. Yeah. It has the potential of being a cult, cult classic. So I think I'll it does, it actually. But that's about the best I'll give it. Right, <laughs> that's so. fair, man. Like, so. I think it looks funny. And it's... I think it has potential. Alright, so... After that, we have The Fate of the Furious, which is the eighth installment of the Fast and the Furious franchise, and I can't believe they're still fucking making these. The eighth of what, the 15? Is that how many they're scheduled to make now? 15 of them? Is it 15? Really? I mean, I it, it, there's a lot of them. I mean, he, is it just like, well, let's just make this franchise last where forever? Where are the yeah. fucking Zucker brothers when we need to do a damn parody movie on something? Yeah, so- oh, no, they're doing a Star Wars parody. No, no, I mean, we need... No, fuck the Star Wars parody. We need a goddamn Fast and Furious parody after this shit. I, I believe that is, like, it's just self-parodying at this point. No, it, it, it went from being a self-parody to being... It needs to be parodied again for, like... Just this garbage. I mean, I don't know. The last one wasn't. The, la- too, the last one wasn't bad. The last one was fine. Honest, but it I stopped watching after off. the third. It should have been capped off at seven with Paul Walker's death. Yeah. I mean, this is literally a search for more money thing. Well, the, once the <laughs> once the Rock. This joined, is the search for more one, money. Once the Rock joined in, uh, the, the the franchise oh, yeah. took off again. Yeah, Fast Five, I loved because it was all this. Furious this, Six this, was fun. This franchise was done. Yeah, like, it was done. Tokyo after. Drift drifted this thing into the gutter. Yeah, and Tokyo then, Drift sucked, and then that Fast and Furious Part Four was terrible. Yeah, you're right. The second the Rock joined, it got fun as hell. Yeah, and, and it's got it wasn't it hasn't been too bad, but. Uh, this next one with Shalice Theron doing the um, Furiosa Modern. Yeah, it was just like, uh, and and they're trying to. I don't know if they saw Transformers first or Transformers saw this first, but the the good guys now the bad guy. Yeah, you know, Dom. But you can tell. I mean, since nobody's ever nobody's seen this, we can go ahead and make our own fake news about this. Yeah, and you can tell that he's being manipulated by her to go against his team, and and it's like. Yeah, I, I saw the man. trailer and I already know that. Why are we having this movie? Right, <laughs> right. It's, I mean, I, it's been the the horse was dead. It's been beat to death. This was dead at three, though. Yeah, but okay, they no, brought no, no. it he, back. But. <clears throat> I'm serious. Like, if you watch five and six, mm. part five is fucking fun as hell. Okay, yeah. but yeah, go watch part five. But the zombie horse that they brought back from the dead is. It's it's well it's it, it lost all its, it's limbs. It's a pile of bones at this point. Uh, it's, it's just scooting around like yeah. a snake. 
Yeah. They're fun. They're fun to watch. Am I going to go pay, you know, top dollar to go see it at the theater? No. You know I'll wait you're not going to pay I, I, to have, one like, was, an last one was kind of cool. They went building to building to building. Oh, yeah, that's fine. And you know what? I, I'll be honest. I mean, a lot of my friends actually worked on Furious 8. That's actually what it was called when they were shooting it up in Cleveland. I still have no interest in seeing it. Even as much as I love Charlize Theron and loved her character in Fury Road, I literally think they just cast her in this just because they went, oh, Fury Road was great. We got to cast her in another car flick. Kind of. No. No, no. Well, I mean, that's kind of... like <laughs> oh, if you look at the, cast. the Italian job. That was kind of a car flick. Oh, yeah, there's that. I mean, I, I was, yeah. now, there's one that deserved a sequel. I really... Yeah. Italian job? That, yeah. yes. That yeah. should have a sequel before Furious 7. Yeah. All right. Well, also speaking of sequels, we have Guardians of the Galaxy 2 coming out May 5th, which is supposedly set two months after the first film. Uh, but it's a really pretty trailer, but it's really kind of hard to say what the actual storyline is going to be, I think. Hard to say, but I think... I don't fucking care. This Yeah. Thing, yeah. <laughs> well, put it in perspective, and John, you'll like this. They put it up against a test screen, and it scored 100. That rarely ever happens. I don't know, uh, like, fine by me. that I mean, sounds yeah. cool, but, like, I'm kind of curious how much that's true. Yeah, exactly. And who was this so, test yeah. audience? Well, like, okay. it's kind of like... Because it was an internal <laughs> test audience. But still. Yeah. Like, still. it's one of those things, like, when you hear, like, oh, we wrote, rewrote Batman and everyone loves it. Everyone like, loves it and is happy. Yeah. Yeah. What? Who okay. loved it? Yeah. Did, you, did, your, uh, did your lackeys that served you coffee love the Batman script? But I will say, you know, that, uh, you know, the baby Groot. Oh, yeah. It looks yeah. Oh, yeah. That, no, no. Like, <laughs> I don't know about the test screening, but from the trailer, it looks amazing. Yeah. It yeah, looks I mean, fucking really fantastic. Well, the, other, you know, the, the other thing is, is a big part of the first one was when the comedy hit and the soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. So it, I'm curious, because we don't get the soundtrack until the movie comes out, so I'm wondering if the soundtrack is going to be just as good as... Oh, it's there. Like, they've done the thing with the soundtrack. Like, he knows to make it as detrimental. And that's what I'm saying. So I want, yeah. But I wonder if they're going to pick the It's actually the, the one Marvel film that actually relies on music. Yes, and that's what yeah, I'm saying. It really so is. I'm mm-hmm. wondering if they're going to keep with the same... Like, generation? Yeah, yeah, the same... Either that or, like, does it jump forward in time as, like, th- maybe they grab more music somewhere? That's I what I'm saying. So he could only have so much... Like... Yeah, like cassettes. Well, Even though you do technically get the yeah. second cassette at the first yeah. end thing. Mm-hmm. I bet he gets the third one from his dad because well, his dad's on this one. I'll, I'll Isn't tell you his that, dad a planet? Yes, but still. Well, you know, I, I think when we finally get to, you know, because we've all seen that day one shooting footage where we see like Iron Man and you know, oh, Spider-Man for Infinity and War. Infinity yeah. War. I think yeah, that was gonna, just came out, what, last week? Like, like last week? week, like a couple of days ago, really. And I, I, I think what's going to happen is Iron Man's actually going to give uh, Star-Lord an iPod. So he's finally going to have, like, all this music, finally. <laughs> it's just like, there you go. 30 <laughs> years to catch up on. But you know what? When you, when you made this list, I actually told myself, what are the five movies I am the most excited for? This is one of my five. Oh, yeah. Just for the flat-out fact, you've got the original writer and director. You've mm. got, I mean, he knows what made the originals so much fun. Mm. And he's going back to those roots. And it's just... It's going to be fun. Is he going back to those Groots? He's going back to his Groots. I am am Roots. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it's just, this is, I mean, I'm excited to see it. Win or lose, you know, pass or fail for this movie. It's going to be a ride I have to see because I fell in love with those characters so Mm -hmm. much. Yeah, and I mean, that's from characters you really weren't expecting to like or know. And we're going to have more characters. Yeah, like it adds Mantis, who was apparently part of the original ones. It adds the... uh, one blue dude who was actually who raised Star Lord Yondu, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It really does seem like it's going to add the cast with actually kind of keeping some of the same chemistry. Weirdly, 
Which, yeah. Uh, it looks really good, and I don't know. Is there anything else we need to say about it? Other no. than that, I can't think it's of it. It's fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. Why would you not see it in the theater? Yeah. I know, like, <laughs> there you go. Do you expect this to actually do better than like the original? You know what? I'm going to say this. I actually think the opening weekend and the box office for it, it's going to perform the way The Dark Knight performed after Batman Begins. Yeah. You know, actually, I could see that. I yeah. could see that. Yeah, because yeah, the, the, the test is going to be, are people going to go back to see it and back yeah. to see it and back to see it? Like, I, I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to go see it, mm. but... It's, it's going to depend is, on like how it plays yeah, out. Yeah. The, the question is, is how many people are going to go back to see it yeah, and back right. to see it and back to see Because, I mean, with the first one, it was a film you wanted to go back to see. The first yeah. one was one of those rare movies in which you actually would tell your friends, go see this in the theater. Yeah. You know, you've got to see this movie. It's really oh, yeah. a lot of fun. Like, seeing it like on IMAX would have been amazing I sort mean, of thing. It, it, it wasn't originally shot in 3D, but you still told your friends. Because the, the box office performance on it is actually amazing. Because it opened up at number one. And then the next two weekends, it was beaten out by the Ninja Turtles reboot. But then week four and five, it went back to Guardians of the Galaxy. I can't imagine there was a week the Ninja Turtle reboot did better. Yeah, two weeks. Two weeks. And then Guardians of the Galaxy came back because the fan base was so strong, it didn't drop off. Well, that, the remake of the Turtles was so bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that proves the <laughs> fan base of the Turtles remake was that bad. It kept dropping off. But the fan base of Guardians of the Galaxy was so strong... To come back to number one on the box office, yeah, that ne- almost never happens. All right, on. Uh, all right. So after that, we have King Arthur: Legend of the Sword, May twelfth, which is a retelling of King Arthur where he joins a rebellion to take the throne. Like he pulls the sword from the stone, but doesn't automatically become king. How many times so? are we going to do this? Um, I feel like they'd make King this, Arthur. I feel like they'd make a King Arthur movie and a Robin Hood movie every two years. Um, Is it every two? Like I feel like it's every seven to ten. You know? Yeah, we were just I, I feel like it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, we were just talking. Is it about just this. one too many? Oh, you know, one too many. It's it's yeah. a lot too many. <laughs> You know, this I don't know, it seems like an interesting take on it, though. I will give it that. If you look at the trailer, the action scenes for it, do you have that more modern battle scene feel where you're really in close? I don't care. The more... I, will... I don't care about the modern stuff anymore because it looks the same as everything else. It looks I don't like know. I think it's an interesting retaking of it. To me, it looked like the Robin Hood reboot. It looked like everything. I mean... I don't know. I never saw the Robin Hood reboot. Mm. It, it looks like... I'm assuming it was bad. It was just boring, and that's the thing. Is like when you keep throwing in these action sequences like mm. that, where it's like, oh, it's gritty. Oh, it's more realistic. It's like you realize every movie since Saving Private Ryan has tried to be the, oh, it's gritty. Oh, it's realistic. Well, I don't know if no, it's like gritty and realistic, but th- it, but that's what the trailer looked like. And I don't know. I mean, I remembered back in 2004 when they tried to reboot King Arthur again with mm. Clive Owen, and. Kira Knightley as the female warrior that just ran oh, yeah, around I in a bikini. That one. that one was not great. That no, that's I mean that to me was like this is the modern retelling of King Arthur's. Like yeah, it's doing the same shit it did in two thousand four, and that's exactly what's going to happen here. Possibly, I mean, with the two thousand four one, you had like King Arthur dealing with like pagans and stuff, right? I some shit along the I lines. had more fun. I've had more fun with the King Arthur story. When it comes to the, like the TV show, the old TV show Merlin, and then I have with the latest oh, reboots that, that, that they've been away. That miniseries with Sam Neill. Well, with the Merlin. Well, oh, that, that, also, if you've ever seen too, BBC's yeah. Young Merlin, that actually wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, okay. But yeah, I, I, I had more fun with that than I've had with what they've been throwing at us in the movies with it. Yeah, so, that's fair. You know I, mean? I actually think that's my favorite rendition of like, we're the story. We're an hour and 37 minutes into this and we're only in May. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. It took me close Parts to three Parts one to of four. two. I think we're going to have to do part one of two. If you want to we'll cut see. this, that's fine. No, let's keep going. 
Because oh, legitimately, it took me like three to four hours to actually write this. <laughs> oh my. We'll just have to pick up the pace. Yeah, All right. And All that's right. just because the internet kept going fuck out because I'm in a hotel. <laughs> but anyway, Alien Covenant, May 19th. Remake of Alien. What? It's not really a remake. It's a well, continuation no, it's of Prometheus. Of, uh, it's, it's, it's the bond between Prometheus and, and Alien. Alien. Yeah. yeah. So, ah, it's a sequel to Prometheus John's slash sequel to Alien. Prequel, prequel, prequel. Prequels can be done well, but this... Uh, it's a prequel. You haven't seen Prometheus. Alright, so, I have not seen Prometheus. seen Prometheus. Who here has seen Prometheus? Me. It's you have seen it. And have I you seen it. Prometheus? I have not. <laughs> I actually liked it. Sorry. You like a lot of films. Yeah, but I really did like Prometheus. Okay. I really did like Prometheus. Prometheus, dear God, this movie just was so up its own ass. I mean, it's literally like it said, hey, I just saw 2001. I'm going to try to be this. But I did hear Ridley Scott say this is his apology letter for everybody who was expecting an alien movie out of Prometheus. Goddamn right, he needs a fucking apology after that. You take Prometheus and then you throw in aliens. Well, technically, Prometheus was an alien. Okay. Well, yes and no. I mean, you don't even really see like the alien until like the almost cut scene at the end, right? Because it, but, well, that's what that's what it was leading up to. But I thought whole, it was good, and I thought did Prometheus become the alien? Like, did it, he like it, do it a transformation? Him. Yes, kind of. Okay, but the whole two hours before that was simply saying these are the people that created man, and this is. I mean, it, it almost, and this was and there was their trek to try to find who created man and everything else. Hmm. I thought it was actually pretty good, it, but oh god, it was. And then it, to come it, to find out that they really didn't like men and they thought they should have been exterminated, and that's why they were taking the aliens. It was a bunch of questions that <laughs> went so, like, nowhere. The civilization oh, okay, that created humanity was like, oh, you guys suck. The Fuck alien you. ship this experiment cra- uh, failed. Okay, the alien ship crashes, is rolling down, and our two brilliant scientists. Are running in a straight line. That away was my from favorite it. part of that movie. That is the dumbest fucking scene in a it was movie. Because like, I said the same thing. I was like, run to the side. Run, run to, to the, the sides. sides. But, but at that point of the movie, you're like, this is fucking great. Okay, so did you enjoy it in like an ironic sense? Yeah. Like okay, that yes. I can get. Like so, the, that the, it's the, so bad. Yeah, it's so like funny. the beginning of it, you're like, ooh, 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 and then you're like, what, what? Okay. Uh, the, really? The, okay. And the, the terrible old age makeup on Guy Pierce. Yes. Too. Yes. So, I mean, but it was a. It was. I liked the movie, and it was like, and I heard they were making a, like the because originally this was Prometheus two. Okay. It wasn't called Alien Covenant. It was Prometheus two. But apparently, yeah. Prometheus did not do well enough to get a sequel. No. Technically, no. But like all through production, almost almost halfway through production, it was called Prometheus two. Until they did like and testing like, at on the, the very name. end of it. Like you're watching Prometheus, and you have no idea what, really what you're watching. And you're like, <laughs> oh, okay. At the very end. You see the alien, you're like, holy fuck! They just connected that movie to the alien franchise. You're like, oh my god! Like, that, right at the end, that makes though, this I that mean... makes this movie so much better. <laughs> yeah, but is that like the only saving grace for the film? No. Okay. No, there was there was other parts. Nuts. There's there was other parts in it that were good. I, okay, really, Mike, I really like watch. I really like Fastbender. Fastbender is uh, great. I was just going to say that Michael Fastbender is great in that movie. I'm excited to see him in this because I'm mm-hmm. fucking excited to see Michael Fastbender in anything. Yeah. He's great. But oh god, fucking Prometheus. <laughs> All right, well, moving on. On May 26th, we have Pirates of the Caribbean 5, another series that won't die. Dead Men Tell No Tales. (laughs) Dead sequels tell no tales. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Dead franchises. Dead men don't know when to quit. Like, just like, Dead franchises tell no originality. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So in the sequel, we have Sparrow being pursued by an old rival. Again, Captain Salazar, who along with his crew of ghost pirates, instead of... Tentacle pirates uh, escape from Devil's Triangle, or, or I guess Feudal Triangle. 
Was it Shrieky Mermaids in the last one? Yeah, it was something. It was Uh, forgettable. uh, So apparently they seek out the Trident Poseidon, which is apparently a thing (laughs) in this universe. Because why the fuck not? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Like, at this point, why wouldn't you go all out? Just fucking anything that connects the sea, just add it. What else you got left, you know? I don't know, but apparently they're going to do a couple more, so we'll find out. No, why? The only, only saving grace in this is that whatchamacallit is coming back. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Um, the man that needs to pay off his debts well, no, <laughs> for no, buying no, a castle. No. Well, you, or, got, you no, got Johnny Depp in this one. You got uh, um, uh, the, the, the guy from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. Orlando the guy who was Bloom. the elf. Orlando yeah. Bloom. Orlando, Orlando Bloom's Bloom. okay. in this one, yeah. and so is... Uh, because no one's trying to break so into his house now. And so is Kira Knightley. Oh, okay. she is? I didn't hear yeah. that. So That's kind of cool. back for this one, too, so... I don't know. Apparently I will admit, Jeffrey I do Rush like... Is in it. Yep, Jeffrey. I do actually... It's got a lot of the original cast in it, so I'm yeah. really excited about that. That should be a nice plus. Because the f- first ones were okay, and then when they started changing out characters, you're like, oh, this is fucking stupid. You know, the, yeah. the more it got entrenched in the mythology, the worse it got. Well, the, the mythology was kind of all over the place, which is the exactly, problem. Exactly, yeah. This was not a film that was meant to have multiple... F- like tellings, well, like this was meant to be. It was based a... off a ride. <laughs> this was obviously... Exactly, yeah. Like, yeah it was based okay. off a ride. Like the fact you made the first one successful is good. Yeah, like, I mean, the first one was like a great summer popcorn film. It's one of the best summer popcorn films out there. But then it just kept getting more and more and like. Well, yeah, I, I that's, say, like, that's what blockbusters do, though. I mean, the, yeah. the Will and Elizabeth it's... story got annoying. Yeah, like. Ten minutes into the second one, I yeah, I, I was honestly by the third one I was done with it, and I was kind of glad to see them both go. But to be honest, by the, like, the end of the third, Pirates movie. of the Caribbean six, milkmaids tell no tales. We're gonna milk this thing for all it's worth. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean seven. Eh, whatever. We're swimming the English Channel. Fuck you. <laughs> Panama Canal. What? Well, you don't know. Keep going. Whatever. You'll pay to see it. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't get wrong. I do enjoy Deb's version of Jack Sparrow. I think it's a role that was kind of interesting and got annoying by the fourth one, especially because of how many fucking people like to dress up as them. But either way, it was an okay film for the time. And I don't know. You maybe know it'll be all right. I'll probably... I'll probably see it. I yeah, probably I'll I probably it. will. Yeah, 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 I'll see it. Whether I like it or not is a different story, but I'll <laughs> yeah. probably watch it. I fell asleep during the last one. Did you really? Oh yeah, yeah. I actually I was in there watching watch it at my house. The saving and I fell asleep and I have not went back to watch it again. But yeah. I, did, well, I can see that I actually yeah. started. You missed, yeah. Okay, you I know did what? also like Davy Jones like in the last one, like the tentacle wow. creature yeah. thing was kind of cool. The, the yeah. effects on the on on Dead Man's Chest were amazing for its time. Yeah, like it was really cutting edge. But the fountain the fountain of youth is the worst in the series. So we're, we've, we can only go up, I hope. I'll, yeah. t- I'll tell you this. like If you play the Lego Pirates of the Caribbean game, that's all you need to know from part four is what's in the game. <laughs> that's it. Just watch the game. Fair enough, man. <laughs> okay. This is uh, this has gone on a le- way longer than we thought it would. So yeah, An hour and 45 minutes of us complaining about stuff. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're going to go ahead and just make this a uh, two, two possibly three-part thing. See how it goes. Uh, so we're going to sign out for now. Thanks, Brian, for being here. Absolutely. Thank you, John. Thank you all for holding your bladders this long. Thank you, Brian. Hey, I'll see you in the five minutes when we start the next one. All right, and we're out. Have a good one. You can find us online, podcast things, YouTube things. Save, like, comment. Have all that fun. All right, we're out. So much love for you. Bye now.